You must die. I alone am best. Mostly useless shit. We try to keep it 30k, but uh, well, but it's the it's the useless shit that matters. It's the useless shit. Um, anyways, uh, our first episode uh, did not sound very well, in my opinion. I'm playing with this new microphone, and I honestly don't know what to do. I'm hoping that recording in my garage might help a little bit, uh, as opposed to the bedroom where I was at, and uh, I've got very high vaulted ceilings. Very, uh, it's very fashionable and, uh, and like very ritzy. I have a very, very decorative house with, uh, I don't know, just vaulted ceiling sounds like it's, like I should be talking like this. But uh, no, like the, the ceilings are very tall and I think it causes a really weird echo. And even though my face is like right up against this phallic looking thing that I'm talking to, it's still sounded kind of shitty. So hopefully recording in the garage while I paint Gilliman, it works a little better. So Jake, what did yes. you have to what So you weekend? this weekend, I actually, cause I'm new to, like I said last episode, I'm new to Kansas and I went and finally played at a few dudes houses or a house. And we did a three versus three game, 2,500 points. It was my Death Guard, my original army, versus another one of my buddies. Uh, was it? He played Death Guard also, and um, Death Guard with Night Lord allies. I guess because they said they wanted to um, practice some lists to kind of counter um, the power, like. There's two other guys in our community that are kind of like power gamers almost when it comes to play. But I told them, I was like, you know, if we practice power gaming, it's just going to encourage power gaming. Thank so I was like, yeah, play. But they, they still wanted to play and try it out. So I was like, all right, so I'll just bring a Death Guard list. It was pretty. I mean, my Death Guard list, it wasn't beat dick, but a Typhon makes any list beat dick. And uh, so I brought my Death Guard list, and I the way I play it, You'd see me playing. You're always like, "Oh, you should play Pride of the Legion," because I'm always, I always run Typhus. He's one of my favorite characters, so Typhus is always leading the charge. And then I always have him with Grave Wardens, and then I have, I have my, I run Grave Wardens in seven because it's very nerdy, and then I run my Death Shroud in squads of seven. And so you're always saying me I should run Pride of the Legion. So finally, I tried it with just sniper vets. So my list was Typhus, a chaplain. Two sniper vets and rhinos with multi meltas, um, seven death shroud, two contemptors, each with carries and chain fist with graviton gun because graviton guns are almost auto hold points every time you play them. So I don't know why. I, I don't know how people can never you put one of them in there. I like trying different things sometimes. Like the other day when I used the plasma blasters, and I'll probably never do that again because all I did was just take hold points off of myself. 
Yeah. I tried the Plasma Blasters the other day when I played the first big game we played here. Okay. But um, um, I think my, by the time they – I don't think they did shit because by the time they got in range of anything, they were down to like their last whole point and stunned. Because they were playing them as recordices with my um, world eaters. Uh, double fisting? Yeah. So, but for this game last week, and also, so after the, uh, my two contemptors, I had seven Death Shroud and a Spartan with Dozer Blade. And then I had five, seven Death Shroud on foot, just in a straight line across the middle of the board, because they're just, just like slowly advancing. And then I had a Typhon. And everybody's afraid of the Typhon. Like, I don't even like running the Typhon because I'm like, this thing, it's, it's a little bit too much, I feel like, for friendly games. And then I put just my uh, Salamander's army that was um, Drop Assault. And then the Death Guard army that was in the opposite corner of mine that I was kind of fighting against. He ran that new Helio something reactor where it causes uh, blast or plasma weapons to get the blast special rule. And if they already have it, they become large blast. Oh, the 40K, uh, that new 40K. Um, well, it's, it's just terrific. It's just fortification for the game now. Yeah, and it is, it, but I mean, it, it, it just looks 40k looking. Yeah, it was weird. It, it, it has wounds instead of hold points, and it's only like it's 76, like 4 plus save with 6 wounds. And he's the guy who ran it, he's not, he's not too sure if he's going to run it again because you get hot on 1 or 2. And it just seemed like it didn't do that much, except for it did, he did intercept a, term, a regular uh, Cataphractic Terminator squad. And wipe them all out with their with his plasma cannons. Other than that, the game was great. Like, I mean, first turn I dropped my Typhon down, which I always feel bad about because I'm like, all right, dude. What, I asked him, I was like, what unit do you want to lose the least? And then that's the one I didn't target because I'm just like, I'm gonna kill your entire HQ unit and everybody else in this sucker if I drop it here. So I just put on. I was like, oh, it's some breachers. I'll shoot at the breachers. And then um. Uh, yeah, yeah, it happened. He, um, then the Salamander player turned one, or yeah, turn one dropped his, uh, a drop pod full of Meltavet, not Meltavet, just Melt Support Squad. And I was like, all right, well, there goes my, uh, my Typhon, because they're all within six inches. And out of his eight shots, or nine shots from Plasmas in Melter Range, or Meltas in Melter Range, one of them hit, and it didn't even glance it. <laughs> How and he? <laughs> he just I looked think, broken. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, this is kind of rolling I like to see. Uh, and then so later on in the game, I mean, my Death Shroud getting into some combat with, uh, what is it, uh, Fire Drakes and his Praetor. And I killed a few of his guys. And then he did six, no, seven wounds on me. And I rolled seven five pluses for my Tartaros. Which I was like, man, the dice guys are definitely with me today. Um, and then the second round of combat of that, his uh, his Praetor uh, Paragon bladed uh, murder strike Typhus to the ground. Nice. So he get yeah. We were just kind of playing a made up game of just kill points and objectives. Yeah. And then eventually after I walked through that unit, I walked through a second Terminator unit right afterwards. But uh, my sniper vets softened them up for me, which I didn't realize how good sniper vets were. But I oh, love them. Yeah, I, I, I want to run them all the time now. For my Death Guard, at least. And so, 
I ran my sergeants for my veterans with um, the uh, the death crowd the the sides. Yeah. And I've I bought a uh, a pack of them as soon as they released. I just haven't put them together because I've put on my death crowd on the back burner. But as soon as I got home, I assembled the two sergeants with them. And yeah. And now that puts me in this position where I'm like, do I want to take Death Guard to stiff or do I want to take my world leaders that I bought and painted specifically for stiff to stiff? Because I love playing my Death Guard. It's just not not because my Death Guard is so much better. It's just because I know how to play them. I'm better I'm better with my Death Guard because I know how to play Death Guard. That's how I should say it. I think you've got a pretty uh, – I mean a, a, your world leader list is, is pretty – uh, like straightforward, like it's, it's yeah, it's just hard. dudes all loaded up into yeah, the three biggest like, transports. It's, it's everybody in vehicles rushing downfield, and you were able to get downfield pretty easily on me. And then you just fucking poured a lot of fucking dudes with double weapons, taking out fucking fire drakes and. I don't know, I'm gonna ask Chris pretty if I can run my world eaters during the uh, the normal campaign because I don't have a whole lot of them. But if I can run the Death Guard in the APOC game because I have more stuff that's more appropriate for APOC with Death Guard. And plus, another thing with uh, somebody was telling me on Facebook that world eaters like 25% of the traders. But again, nobody's gonna have really red. I think there's like one of the guys in our red Death Guard. So. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. So, what did you do this weekend, or what have you been up to? Um, well, I went out on a little date uh, with this new girl, and uh, saw some saw some weird movie. Like I, 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 I don't know. I thought it was like, am I watching this because I live in El Paso? But like, we start watching this movie. I don't even remember the name of it. Somebody loves everyone, or some shit like that. And mm. the. It's subtitled in English, but the main character, like, I mean, she looks, you know, white American girl, you know, like, she's really attractive, but she's talking in Spanish. And so I look at my date, and I was like, is this whole fucking movie in Spanish? She's like, no, just watch the movie. I'm like, like what the fuck is this shit about? Like, I have no idea. It's like, I'm just, yeah, I guess I'm along the ride for this, uh, this curly flick. It was actually kind of funny, but it was it's just that it's, it, it's based off of some... It's like a Mexican family that lives in Los Angeles, and she's a doctor, and she's, you know, has like she's going through some sort of a midlife crisis, so she's just like fucking her way through life. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I did that, and then I started working on uh, my glaive and my bell blade. Um, finally, got which look them. They look amazing, and everybody says how amazing they look. Thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> blade is done. That's fucking done. Uh, now I'm like maybe ninety percent done with the bell blade. It's right now. It's just uh, I, I I sprayed some uh, glossy lacquer over it because mm -hmm. uh, I put some decals on the son of a bitch. Some decals. Some. It's not decals. <laughs> it's decal. Jesus. Everyone should know this. It's just basic English. No, I'm just kidding. I don't care if you say decals or decals or water slide transfers. I just know that. Have you ever heard of dry? Have you have you ever heard of dry transfers? 
Uh, I have. I don't know what they're about. I'm, I'm... So for I, I have a few Gundam models because I love me some old school UC Gundam. And when I got these, I opened up one box. I could just put in the guy together, and I was like, "What the fuck are these decals?" I didn't know how to put them on, so I had to Google them, and they're dry. So you put it down, and you like rub a penny over the opposite side, and it like presses it onto the plastic. Oh, like the but round the, part of the penny. Uh, yeah, or like the edge of the penny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you just. I get it. I've never. And so yeah, I'm putting it down, but the problem is like you have to have the piece of clear plastic set perfectly the way you want it, because once that sucker's on, it's not going on. So I put mine on, and it was a little off, and I was like, well, fuck that. I'm just taking a dremel to it and make it look like it's all beat to shit. Uh, I don't ever want to use dry decals again. I hear you. And um, what else have I been up to? Work. Work, Fellblade, Glaive, and uh, Weird Movies. That's about it, really. Do this Vigilator I just assembled. I'm going to... You care if I talk about this Vigilator real quick? No, go ahead. So, I'm, like, sometimes I buy bits for characters, and I'm like, oh, man, this is so expensive. And then I think about, like, an actual, like, blister pack character or a dude from Forge World. He's, like, between, like, 25 to, like, $70. And then, um, so I bought a bunch of pieces to make my Vigilator for my Ultramarines. So I went on just, like, bit places on eBay, and I bought a, uh, a Mordathan head, yeah. a Mordathan sniper rifle, and then just regular recon marine torso. I, I thought it was going to take forever to get here, but it took maybe a week, a little over a week. Uh, no, seven days for all of it to get here. So a week to get here. Not bad. I just, I just assembled him, and I, I filed off the, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, Raven Guard symbol on the sniper rifle. And I just assembled him. I found a, uh, a plain flat um, shoulder pad for the exposed shoulder pad, the one that has no trim on it. And then I had a... Uh, What's it called? Backpack. The um, Nuncio Vox backpack that I dropped the other day and it busted the antenna off. I couldn't find the antenna, so I, I filed it down so it looks like a normal backpack again. But so was the, the bottom piece because I wanted his backpack to look a little extra special, like maybe like his full supplies and communications equipment because he's out in the field by himself for so long. And I just assembled him. I'll let send you a picture in a minute. He looks so fucking dope. And plus, I just, I don't know, with my ultramarines, that's why I love doing the ultramarines now, because I can do whatever I want with them, you know? Yeah, I was, um, the, the next list, I think I'm going to put my, um, my Imperial Fist, uh, list aside right now, um, mm -hmm. and, uh, I think I'm going to work on the Shattered Legion list with, uh, Salamander, Raven Guard, and Iron Hands. And one of the things, like, I'm thinking about is I need an HQ from each, uh, from each unit, from each uh, legion. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking about a, uh, a Raven Guard Vigilator, but I'm really disappointed that the Vigilator can't have a sniper rifle. I think that's bullshit. What does he have? Like, is it some, like, special just, no, bolt? He just, he just has a regular bolt pistol and, or a bolter, I think. Um, or but doesn't he get, like, special rounds or something? No, I don't think he gets anything like that. Oh, well, then my dude is, like, model not <laughs> the right way at all. Yeah, like, uh, he should be able to get a, uh, he should have access to a sniper rifle. I think that's kind of... Because, yeah, I think he's supposed to be, like, some badass, like, H, like, Q, like, scout guy. Yeah, pretty much. Like, that's what I was, like, when I was thinking about it, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to have a vigilator, and uh, I'm going to have him be, like, uh, like, 
they, they talk about this one Raven Guard guy in one of the books, um, Angel Exterminatus, and he's a little badass, like fucking sniper, and he's also really good with, uh, with swords. I remember, I think he like, like dual wields, like power swords or something. He actually ends up, uh, spoiler alert, he fucks up Lucius, kills him from the Emperor's children, but then mm -hmm. uh, he doesn't really die because Fabius fucking revives him. Dude, that makes me so sad. Now, like, looking at my Mordathan with my Vigilator, I'm like, it looks so dope with this sniper rifle that I spent $3 on. <laughs> and I can't use the sniper rifle. Yeah, that's why I always look at the rules first before I make the model. Well, not me. I'm just like, does it look cool? But then I'm also a guy who usually plays his models completely WYSIWYG. Yeah, that's what I usually do. Like, I, I, I used to not, and then uh, I was really big on uh, on magnets, and now I'm fucking tired of doing that shit. I will not magnetize yeah, I, anything anymore unless it's... I can't magnetize I infantry at all. I just, yeah, I won't do it. I used to have, like, all my sergeants used to have the little fucking tiny uh, one-eighth of an inch magnet in the shoulder and then in the arms and I can go through like all these different and then like I find myself like always using the same shit over and over and over again I'm like why the fuck do I magnetize shit if I'm never going to use that lightning claw never going to use that yeah. power axe and I, I never stray from the, the the plasma pistol on this dude so why do I do this so like I, I pretty much stopped doing it I feel like there's not a whole lot to magnetize in 30k, like, maybe your sponsons, just so you have them on or off. But like, in 40k, like, I had my towel, like, every option was magnetized. And then, what else we had magnetized? Just, like, I mean, uh, you'd maybe do, like, Predator turrets. Yeah, Predator Be turrets would be a good thing to magnetize, because you never know if you want to switch back and forth from... Uh, like the uh, the special ones or the regular uh, the regular turret. Um, I know that I've got several. I bought some uh, some turrets on eBay, so I'm sitting on two predators right now, and I've got I think all the options except for the um, the conversion beamer. But yeah, I I also magnetize. The sponsons, mostly just for transportation, but the sponsons on the super heavies. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to fit in a battle foam, I think it's a five inch standard uh, battle foam uh, pluck foam tray. I'm able to fit both the glaive and the fell blade side by side. And all I have to do is just take the fell blade cannon off. Um, it, it, it comes on and off real easily, so it's not a big deal. And then the sponsons just are magnetized. You use a shit and just, there's a little compartment for them. But, uh, yeah, like, I think for vehicles, it's not that bad of an idea. Like, the other thing I used to do, but I don't think I'll do it anymore, is just, um, like, my Sakarin, I put a little bit of plastic card inside the turret underneath, like, inside the hull. And I put a magnet mm -hmm. underneath it. So then I drill a little magnet hole in the actual turret so that it, it I got it modeled in a way so that the, like, if I flip it upside down, my turret isn't going to fall out. Right. But it still spins. And then uh, I do magnetize a lot of my, uh, pretty much all of my 
Spartans have magnetized uh, Sponson for transportation. And I also, you know the little stem that you go through the LAS cannons? Yeah. I don't use those. I cut them off and I put magnets there. So I can even take the LAS cannons off if I want. And they also spin a little more. Because I always end up gluing that on accident and then they don't fucking move. Yeah, because you last time you and I played... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Same here. That's that's probably the only only thing that's magnetized the Dreadnought and every option they have. Yep. I think it's... uh, I I mean, my opinion is that it's just so convenient because you do switch weapons on and off on them like quite mm-hmm. often. And I know that right I'm, now like Cordis is pretty important and like double fisting them is pretty good because you can just run them down the field and then just like beat the shit out of whatever you want. But every now and then you might want like a shooting one. You know, like Yeah. I did magnetize my uh, javelin speeders. Yeah, that's good. I magnetized my jet. Yeah, cuz they I was originally gonna make them last cannons, but I'm like crack missiles sound way better than last cannons. Like get one twin link strength nine shot or two twin link strength eight shots. Is it is it twin linked? The last cannon? Yeah. I thought it was two Yeah. Nah, it's just one twin linked. Oh, I think it's whole I think I think it's whole mounted. Hmm. If it was two if it was just two regular shots, I would have kept that. But um yeah, these cyclones are two twin linked. Or no, one tw- two shots twin linked. I think strength eight twin links way better than strength nine. Because yeah, the nine you might hit, you might get an explode. But yeah, what what I have these dudes for? They're meant for just like dropping back and blasting dudes in the rear. <laughs> so besides the vigilator, what else are you working on right now? Um, I posted a few pictures of my ultramarines. The ultramarine page. Yeah, I've got so this week I've gotten Rubio done. I've got my Praetor done. I got Gilliman done. I got a Standard Bear done, which, or the Herald, which I just used one of the pieces from Gilliman's Scenic Base because I don't use those anyways. Good idea. I used, um, all right, but I got a uh, Master Signal done. I got one Suzerain done, one started, and then I also got my two um, Veteran Sergeants for my Death Guard done. One's painted. He just needs decals. But I've been kind of slow moving this week with them. I had to wait to finish my Praetor, uh, Herald, and Master of Signal because I ordered some cloaks from Anvil Industry. Mm-hmm. So I just got those in yesterday, and I threw them on my dudes. Well, actually, I got them in two days ago. Threw them on my guys. They fit kind. Of, some of them fit really well between the backpack and the guy. But there's uh, one of my Praetor with the pelt on it kind of made it like stick out a bit. So I had to like finagle it to get it to sit flush but than that that's, I haven't really worked on much usually I can paint an army pretty fast a good decent above tabletop standard but my my um, my ultramarines I'm taking a lot of time on them yeah you kind of have to they've got so much trend so much gold yeah gotta- that, that's pretty much what it is the, it took me so long to get these guys even started because I couldn't get the right blue down and then finally got the right blue that I wanted and just paint all the gold and like with my world eaters, they're so easy and fast to paint. Cause I'm just like, okay, red and white. But my uh, ultramarines, I'm like, what blues do I need? What, whatever do I need? What colors do the plumes need? Everything I didn't know when I went in to paint them, because I wanted them to be, I don't know, just 
I wanted them to be perfect. For some reason, after reading Unremembered Empire, I just had to, or not Unremembered Empire, but even Betrayer, I just got the biggest erection for yeah. um, Ultramarines. Hashtag erections for heresy. That's our, is that, is that going to be our hashtag? Do it. We'll start t-shirts and shit. <laughs> what was it again? I already forgot what you said. Erections for heresy. Erections for heresy. Yeah. And now I'm looking at this. I have that uh that exclusive Primus Medicaid and Terminator armor that's been sitting on my desk since they came out, just assembled. And then I, I have I'm just seeing that I have the, the blister with the uh Praetor and Cataphractic Terminator armor, the the Siege Master dude. Yeah. I still have no idea what army I'm gonna use him for. I think I'm gonna do Death Guard with him because my Death Guard is kind of my siege army. Yeah, I uh, I converted him up. And, uh, I think I gave him a chain fist, and I made him. He's in my Iron Warriors army uh, with uh, I think a Volkite Charger now. And did I say chain fist? But he's my uh, my siege breaker. I want to do an Iron Warriors army, but. I feel like everybody and their mom plays Iron Warriors. Yeah, but you know what you could do, like like I think I told you before, is uh, maybe like an allied detachment of them and uh, say that they work alongside the Ultra. Maybe, or maybe they're advisors to my Death Guard. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember Porterabo and Mortarian, they were hanging out. Like relationship. Um, I'm trying to see if I remember anything. Like on on my news feed, all I see is Iron Warriors. Like hardly ever any other army. Yeah, they're definitely like uh, lately. Yeah, like I know that there was that poll that came out, like who plays what armies and Alpha Legion was the most played. But I would not have guessed that. I would have said it seems to me. I think that the, the at least the most vocal of them is Iron Warriors. Yeah. Gilliman's kicking my ass. I've been working on this fucking Gilliman since, just because I want to finish all the Primarchs. Mm-hmm. I've been working on him since late November, I think. That's about the last time I finished the Primarch. And it was, I think Russ was my last one. The last one I finished. And um, I actually finished Russ, I think, after I finished Dorn. Don't remember. So, you got your book seven already, right? Yes. Everybody has their book seven, I feel like, except for me. I'm like, where's my book seven? Like, there's dudes in Texas that got book seven. I'm like, I'm pretty sure Kansas is a lot closer to Texas than to the UK than Texas is. Yeah, I'm like, where's my damn book get, seven uh, at? You didn't get free express shipping, and I bet you a lot of these people did. I only got it because I want to build a... Sisters of Silence and I want to be able, Towns of the Emperor Army. Did you? Um, or, did you? Uh, what was I going to say? Have you received an email from them at all? Like, uh, yeah, it, it shipped. Sh- yeah, it said it said it shipped Thursday. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, because like what I did oh, with mine was on the day that it came out, I woke up that morning. It was Friday, and I ordered it, and I think I ordered some uh, some decals and. I, I did the trick where I ordered the Ford World Solution, mm-hmm. and even though I'm, I'm not getting the free shipping on anything, like I didn't think that it was going to be. I think I don't know. It came out to like 100, 130 pounds or something. I can't remember the whole the thing that I ordered, and uh, and I 
think it also included the shipping, I'm not sure. But when you order the Ford World Airbrush Paint Solution, what it does is you have to pay for express shipping, and they also process it immediately. So like if there's something in stock right now, let's say I want to order a Castellan Stronghold. If I order that just regular mail, it's going to be like, usually, I don't know, for me at least, it seems like it takes like five days before they process it, and then they tell you, hey, uh, we got your order, and uh, it's shipping out in a day or something like that, and then they ship it out, right? But if you do the Ford World solution, like, you have to click on a little window that acknowledges that, you know, hey, this is a flammable fluid, and it's got to be processed right away, and there's only one shipping method, and you've got to pay for express shipping, so you just click on that. The next day, you get an email that says it's in the fucking mail, and then in like two fucking days, it's here in Texas. Like, it takes like three or four days, and I get whatever I want, you know, from Forge World. So like, I'm sitting on like five bottles. Well, wouldn't it be the same if you just clicked express shipping? No, because they won't process it that fast. They want to get this thing out of the warehouse as soon as possible because it's a flammable fluid. So if you do express shipping, I've done it before where I order something express, and it's been like almost like five work, working days later, I finally get the email that it's getting sent, and I'll get it in nine days. Mm. But with the express shipping, like the next day, like I'll order something at night, the next morning, I've got an email that says it's shipped out, and then two days later, it's at my fucking house. So if you want something right fucking away, and you can't wait, put a fucking Forge World airbrush paint solution in there, and you'll get it pretty fast. It's like, so, at this point, this point in time, I, I, I can wait for anything. I have too much shit that's not even assembled yet or painted. Because the pre-order for the book came out on Friday, and then mm -hmm. I got an email on Wednesday from Forge World that they had, uh, they were getting ready to ship it, but I didn't have a tracking number. And then so I went to work on Thursday, I came home from work, and the box was there. And I'm like, sweet, fucking, you know, that's cool. Like, and then when I check my email, like uh, 30 minutes later, I get the email that uh, here's your tracking number. So I got the tracking number email after I'd already received the package. Noise. Pro tip. Pro tip. So, uh, I have a Dreadnought Drop Pod. It was precast that I accidentally got on eBay. Yeah, I got one of those too. So, um, uh, one of the guys here in town said he wanted a Dreadnought Drop Pod. I was like, dude, I got this one in my closet. It's assembled. It's prime white whatever yada 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 i was like i'll i'll, I'll sell it to you if you want it so i was like yeah i'll sell it for 30 bu 35 bucks but then he was like oh well i heard you wanted a uh a normal drop pod and i was like yeah he's like i'll just trade you a new unboxed one for that and i was like yeah dude i'll do that and then i'm gonna sell my uh my plastic contemptor for 20 bucks I think I saw your post after I saw said I'd um, give it to him. Okay. Um, no, because uh, I, I ordered some of those legs. From yeah, I'll, do I want to do that for the box dread? <laughs> yeah, there's a piece that, uh, that comes with it, so you can 
put it on a box drip. I thought about doing it myself. So my vigilator has like two ammo pouches or two like pouches at the on the ankles. You think that sounds okay? Yeah, I think uh, I did something weird like that because the new uh, Betrayal of Cal. No, not Betrayal of Cal. The, uh, the Prospero plastic box. It comes with, mm-hmm. uh, with holsters for each side. So you could have a uh, pistol holster on the left and the right. So with, uh, I kind of just kit bashed my destroyer squad and my Iron Warriors army. And I just used Mark IV Marines. I didn't use like the, you know, the, the beefier armored ones or whatever that uh, are actually the, um, the destroyers that are on the website. Because I have all these yeah. models sitting around. I don't know what to do with them. So I just converted up arms so that some of them are holding chain fists, some of them are holding pistols, and some of their pistols are holstered. Because they come equipped with two pistols and a combat blade or a chain, chain, a chain sorted, I mean. Yeah. So my guys are, some of them are dual, you know, like, uh, are like, gunslinging it they've got two pistols but some of them are just like one pistol and a like a, and a chainsaw right but they all have double holsters on them and like, what I did with one of them was I put the holsters down by his calves on the side of his leg mm-hmm. and because uh, like yeah, two holsters on the sides of them kind of takes up a lot of room on the thigh so the way I modeled them kind of had to do something different I'm the kind of guy who has, I have pouches on all my dudes. Yeah, I know, you like to put the pouch. I don't like doing that anymore. I, I just feel like it's very heresy. Like, in 40K, i never done that shit because it's, it's 40K. Who gives a fuck about anything? So. Where did that piece go? There it is. I think this right, might look so, better. Um, let's talk about what came out. This uh, weekend for uh, Forge World, I see that, uh, and it's something that's kind of has, has me a little worried. But so they came out with Cataphracty Imperial Fist Storm Shields, and they also came out with the Cataphracty uh, the illustrious uh, assault cannon. And uh, I'm not going to joke about their. They've been on a roll with just making stupid fucking shit. Like, uh, did you see their ad had uh, a typo in it? I did not. Yeah, it's just they just seem so sloppy. Like, book seven was like, so sloppy. So many typos. So many like rumor on the street is that they're going to they're they're trying to crank out a fucking FAQ already because they so many people are pissed off. But. Anyways, the, I, uh, I doubt they're going to make FAQ that fast. Like, how long did it take to get a fucking 7th ed FAQ? No, I know, but, I mean, the, the thing is that this book was delayed. For it's just, they've been years. doing, like, I feel like, even though for 40K and shit, I don't play 40K, I don't but care I feel about like GW. GW, though. Like, GW's their I own thing. Yeah, but they own them. Like, I know what you're saying, but I'm going to say, like, GW's been, uh, Doing good shit the past year, I feel like they've been really trying to get in touch with the community. So maybe, maybe Forge World's stepping I don't, up. I don't think that GW gives two shits about Forge World. I don't think they do. Well, they, they're they're like that Italian mobster that you know they just sit around and wait for you to give them their money. 
Like, they don't give a shit if you do good or not. They want their fucking money. I don't care what you do. I want my fucking money. I want my money. Hey, we really need... I don't give a shit. Give me my money. So, that's just my opinion. And, uh... But, um... Like, book seven was delayed by so fucking long. There's my... Like, there's no excuse. Like, somebody should have fucking proofread that shit. I didn't realize... It doesn't make sense. When you get your book, you'll see it. It's like, there's... And then you saw that picture, the illustration where, uh, it, you know, they've got the models, they're in Prospero, and there's, like, you see people from the studio in the background. Yeah. So, oh, y'all been digging around, that's what you've been doing. Uh, that's what it seems like they were, it's like, they just, I don't know, I, 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 I don't know what, what takes, I don't know what to think of it, like, it's just so sloppy. But anyways, we got uh, those shields that just came out, and the uh, the cataphracty assault cannons, which, you know, it's about time they came out with those. Like, they could have cracked that shit out a long time ago, because Imperial Fist players have had them for a while. Um, but these shields are only for cataphracty. Is it, you cannot run them on Tardros at all. Well, it doesn't say that you can't. Like, this is the problem with that, and I think a lot of people may not remember, but back when the, when the first books came out and the initial Red Book came out, um, there was only two sets of, of Terminator armor. There was Cataphracty, and there was Regular. But the Regular but was I... called Tartaros, right? But the Tartaros was just like, like 40K Terminators. They had no special I... rules except for they were, you know, you were relentless, and you were... Um, you had a five-up in vault save. That's it. It was just like regular 40K Terminators. They, they were called Tartaros because of the design, but they didn't have any special rules. So in the books, they were just, you know, like, hey, there's Cataphracty, and then there's just regular Terminator armor. And then they FAQ'd it, or they eroded it, or whatever you want to call it, and they gave Tartaros a special rule that said that, hey, unlike other Terminator armor, you can sweep in advance. So when the book, the new Red Book came out, all they did was just copy and paste the paragraph from the old fucking Red Book without really paying attention to what they're fucking... Because, like, there's only, you know, technically... I mean, yeah, you could say there's Indominus Pattern, but Indominus Pattern, you know, it's supposed to be really rare. That's the 40K version. And well, I thought um, that's something that the Real Fizz do have. It, it is. Um, they would have it. Uh, but they had every other type also. And so when you look at the wording of it, you can see that all they did was just take it from a period in the past where they would just acknowledge, hey, Terminator armor and Cataphracty. They never said anything about Tartaros. Like, I think if you look at the, uh, is it the Grave Wardens? Which one has uh, Tartaros? Uh, this round. Yeah, there's like some sort of a mix-up or something in there that also says like... Uh, well, it just says like term, they're in Terminator. It doesn't yeah. say they're in Tartarus Terminator. Armor. Exactly. So, that's so I just they're I have to assume. What's that? Yeah, they're, which it, you're assuming that, but that's just how it was back in the day. Like Tartarus mm-hmm. was just regular Terminator armor. It's just Tartarus pattern. It, you know, it was just, it's just a different... It's, it's just regular Terminator armor. It just looks different and... I don't see how 
I don't see how it's so hard for them to be like, oh, we're getting a lot of emails asking this one question. Here, it's in our bulletin this week, you know? I'm not going to – I don't know how it works, you know? Like, to me, it seems like there's somebody up there going like – No, no, no. We we need to keep this from them. Like, uh, (laughs) we got to work on something else. Like, it's such an easy question. It's just like, oh, hey, Alan Black, you write the rules? It's like someone who's walking in his office and be like, hey, Alan, uh, there's been like 6,000 emails asking what Terminator armor is. I don't believe Alan Bly is. They're like, that or like, like we can't disturb him. We're not going to talk to Alan Bly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't think he's that, like, he probably would be like, you know what, let me crank this shit out. But he's probably being told not to. Uh, that's just. It's like, you're not allowed to talk to the peasants. He's man, probably not allowed to do it. Like, I, I don't see that that dude is that busy like every day that he can't just like one question a day. Yeah, I can't imagine anybody in the game workshop business is that busy every day, except for maybe the sculptors. These are like, for like it took me twelve hundred hours to sculpt this perfect pose for Magnus. Uh, it's like any other like big company or whatever. There's probably fucking tons of meetings that nobody wants to fucking go to. And then you're wondering, like, fuck, dude, like, I can't get anything done at work because all I do is sit in one fucking meeting after another. Damn, by the time you actually get to sit down and do actual work, it's time to go home. Yeah, it's like, that's how it is in the fucking army. Like, at all these fucking meetings during the day, and then you, uh, like, you gotta stay there till fucking 8 o'clock at night to fucking finish your work because you were in fucking meetings all day. God, I'm so glad I don't fucking work staff anymore. But I wouldn't (laughs) be surprised if, like, some of these big companies like Games Workshop and shit were doing stuff like that too. Just super busy. But the, I, I keep getting distracted about the, um, you know, like, the thing is that I'm disappointed about is that I feel that they probably could have made the Storm Shields so that you don't have to use an arm. Like, maybe just put a fucking little hand on it instead. Because uh, mm-hmm. uh, there are third company third-party companies that do shields and all they have is just the fist in there kind of like how the um the storm shields are in the 40k kit it's not a whole yeah, yeah. i think it's just a, a fist right i remember and it connects to an arm but uh you know they only made them for cataphracty cool um and it like just makes me wonder like maybe this is the intent like maybe it's not supposed to be for tartaros so it's like, can you just at least fucking acknowledge something? You know, like, they could have easily, like, hey, this is not, these storm shields were not for Tartaro's pattern, if that's your intent. You know, but instead, yeah. their fucking advertisement says, not available for Blood Angel and Imperial Fist, if they had a fucking typo, and they meant to say, now available. It's like, oh, I want to pull my hair, but I shave my head on every fucking hair. <laughs> What do you think's coming out this Friday? Um, maybe Plastic Thunderhawk. No, um, <laughs> I think you should say that every week. Plus, plus, <laughs> a, that's my wish list every week. Plastic Thunderhawk is not going to come out of Forge World. Anything's going to come. Uh, out no, uh, this week, um, I think. I think. Details. Okay, Who's I don't want to get off on like 40k shit because I don't give a shit about 40k. But uh, I was scrolling through my news feed and for some reason I still follow Frontline Gaming, which. Yeah. Anyway, so I was on there, and they said, like, oh, rumors about, and they kind of gave, like, a little story about Gilliman and what's going on in 
which I kind of want, I want to follow up on all that stuff because I want to know what's going on mm-hmm. in my beloved 40K universe. But they also said that uh, maybe this week for pre-orders is going to be Gilliman and Cyphus, or Cypher, I mean. Yeah. And that's cool for me because I want to buy the Gilliman model just because I want the Gilliman model. And then Cypher, I want him because I want to use him for other things in my 30K armies, like maybe a Chaplain or a Psyker. Convert him up because I really like this hood. I, um, but from the studio, yeah, probably just custodial stuff, honestly. I, you know, like what I'm trying to remember things that I've seen in the past that have not out yet. You know, like this thing was from, you know, I think a couple of uh, weekenders or games days ago, the, the Storm Shields, and, and I'm trying to remember some of the other stuff that came out because, like, they do have like a set schedule, like the things that you saw. Like a couple weeks ago at the weekender, like there's those things are gonna get put out in the next like I don't know like eight months or something like all of that shit. Well, I thought they they're only they're only showing stuff that's coming out in the next three months. Maybe you never know, but uh, yeah. like the storm shields may have been like three months ago. Like I don't remember. Oh yeah, so I know like, what you I'm mean. Thinking, I, I'm thinking I'm thinking it's gonna be house. I think the house Malinax. Well, I don't understand is why they're not putting out the special units for every fucking Legion. Like, why, they're coming out with all this new stuff. Like, they need to stop expanding on everything and just come out with the models they have rules for already, you know? Yeah, but, like, like according to what I've heard, how it works, is, like, they kind of give their sculptors, like, free reign on what they want to work on. So it's like, if, uh-huh. you know, like, if, if, if Jim is working on something, like, he's just like, you know, like, or it's like, you know, he's there, he's sculpting, he's got to work on something. So he's just like, you know, what the fuck do I want to work on? I think I'm going to work on fucking, what's the most useless fucking model that nobody's going to use? Like, you know what, I think I'm going to, I'm going to come out with a uh, Legion, Legion Champion. I think I'm going to crack out a Legion Champion console. Or, you know, the fifth Cataphracty Praetor, you know, that they can possibly come out with. Like, but, uh, that's just how I think it, like, from what I understand, that's how it works. Like, the dude who did the Solar Auxilia, like, he, that was just, like, a side project, I guess. And when he showed some of his buddies, they're like, dude, this is a great fucking idea. Like, these things are, you know, awesome. And so they, like, they had no intention of doing it. The army never existed, I guess. So they ended up just creating uh, shit for it. So who knows? Like, uh, people have been wondering when the... Um, the Tyrant Seats Terminators are coming out, and uh, they might be soon too. They may even drop this week because they supposedly uh, a couple they're of weeks ago they were ready to. They're drop. not released yet. No, I don't think they're released yet. Mm. That could be this week. I'm thinking it's going to be either decals and uh, or uh, it's, it's not going to be any like the custode shit. I don't think we're going to see for a while. Like I'd like to get those little storm bolter dudes. Which I think are just going to be arms and heads, resin arms and heads, because they got different helmets. The uh, custodes, uh, bolter guys, and I mm-hmm. don't know. 
if I want to use the Terminator squad, do I use Indominus pattern? Because it looks, if you read the, it looks like they're just Indominus pattern. They got Storm Bolters, they got Power Fists. Do I just paint them like, uh, I don't know, should I get, I don't, I don't know how to work them. Like, how would I do, like, I think it would be cool to maybe get Grey Knights and paint them gold. And not use the, uh, or maybe even use the, like the, the back piece of uh, their Terminator armor has the psychic hood part. Mm -hmm. But just give them like Indominus pattern helmets maybe. I don't know, like, I don't know what would make sense with, how would you, how would you kit them out? I think maybe Grey Knights would be the best way to do it. You wanted to go that route. Uh, I don't know, I just feel like Grey Knights are too Grey Knighty. Mm. I'm not the best when it comes to converting because I'm very like, if you don't have the Warforged old model, get it out of here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't uh, Did you get my picture that I just sent you of my vigilator? Uh, hang on. Let's see. What did you send me? I just got sent a newbie picture. Oh, snap, bro. You going to share it? Um, I'll put it on Facebook later on. No, I'm just I'm not going to share it. Uh, yeah, he looks, uh, he looks like, uh, more Dathan. Are you saying he just looks like a more Dathan, dude? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he's just, I, I'm gonna paint him really, like, basic. He's just gonna be blue. I don't know. Might put, like, one small Ultraman symbol on him. I don't want to use more Dathan. I think I'm gonna use for, uh, because if I do that Shattered, uh, the Shattered Legion list, mm -hmm. um, it's a toss-up. I definitely want some Raven Guard units in there. Stuff that is Raven Guard guarding. Uh, yeah. But I was thinking of Dark Furies. And I wanted an HQ that was in like, dual, you know, fucking Lightning Claw. And it looks like um, I don't think the Vigilator can have Lightning Claws, dual Lightning Claws. You have your books with you, or not available? Uh, no, they're in my garage oh. with my Death Guard army right now. Okay, so <laughs> um, I want a Siege Breaker in my list because I will. Well, what I wanted to do was the HQ for Iron Hand is going to be a Siege Breaker, but let me switch it around. I know that I, I think a Siege Breaker could have dual Lightning Claws, but I don't think a Raven Guard Siege Breaker. Sounds fluffy. I don't know. I'll, I'll still have to decide. Like, but uh, I want to get some javelins because I'm, I'm, you know, salamanders are really slow on you, so it's not technically fluffy to have land speeders. You could. I don't understand that part of the fluff. I really don't. Like, they come from a very like uh, come from a planet that is, I guess, very dense. So it's one of the reasons why they're so slow. And yeah, that, that makes no they sense. Because if you go on another, go to another planet, and you're used to a heavy planet, you're probably going to be very agile. So anywhere else, they should be fucking jumping around like dudes on the moon. 
Because I mean, like that that old that Disney movie, John Carter, that was, used to be a book. The Civil War veteran who gets transferred to Mars, he like jumps like a kilometer at a time. Yeah, that's how. Uh, and he's just he's just, like picking dudes up and yeah, he's just picking dudes up and throwing them like a mile. They can't believe how strong this dude is. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would. Uh, that's what, how how I would have done it. Like I actually would have probably used a little bit of science. And then I'll be not science. But uh, so because I'm used to salamanders being slow, I want my Raven Guard units to be fast. So some javelins, uh, maybe an assault squad or something like that. That's uh, maybe even um, maybe not a. I got this thing for destroyers for some reason. So like uh, maybe some destroyers with, with jump packs. I think might be kind of cool. And uh, and then have uh, a pretty beefy uh, iron hand detachment. Like maybe some, uh, like I was thinking of Siege Breaker. And then maybe some Claude Mortars or Laser Destroyers. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Something that is just comes off as beefy to me, and then uh, but I don't think I'm gonna. I don't know. I don't. I have to look over again because I don't. You are allowed to bring a special unit from each one, but I don't know if I want to bring like three special units from all three. You know what I mean? Yeah. I might bring either pyroclass or fire drakes, but. I don't know if I'm going to bring a special unit from the Iron Hands. Like, I don't know much about the Medusan Immortals. I mean, their models look real cool, but I don't know. I don't want too many Terminators. Um, Ryan Kimmel made me a list for my Imperial Fist, and I really like them. The, uh, the list was really good, but it's a Private Legion list, and I've already got like three Private Legion, no, two Private Legion lists already. So mm-hmm. I'm hold off on that because, like, I mean, I do want to paint my Imperial fists. I want to get that first company. Uh, I think it's a good idea to have them be veterans because that's what I was going to do anyways. But uh, like, my intent was to make them like uh, Sig- Sigismund's uh, like troops, like you know, like yeah. some, um, some Terminators and Tartarus armor with shields and like some shooty guys, and then some uh, some veterans, and even like uh, throw Dorn in there too. But I'm gonna hold off on it. Um, I need to buy a Spartan and a and a couple of uh, rhinos, and then uh, just start working on them. So, but right now, I think I'm gonna concentrate on Raven Guard. Let's make some Raven Guard dudes. So Mark Four. I think I'm gonna. I just placed an order for uh, a bunch of Mark Sixes. So. I still need to get some of that Mark V heresy armor, but I don't know who I'm going to put them in the army, what army they'd go with. I had them when I had Carcaridons. They are pretty cool models. Just so many studs, you get tired of painting studs. I love studs. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> All right, so um, we're done with that, and uh, we're going to take a little break here. And uh, when we come back from that, we're going to discuss some things happening around in the heresy. And uh, we'll come back in a few minutes. Thank you. Into the abyss I fall, the eye of 
uh, thank you uh, for our hopefully one or two listeners that are still with us if they're not bored completely. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, today's uh, modeling segment, uh, Jake and I are going to be going over, brought to you by Malt Liquor Bowl, the, uh, the champion of malt liquor. Um, <laughs> no, we're not really sponsored by any, anything or anyone. But um, our, uh, this next segment is going to be kind of like, uh, you know, like we're going to go over like third-party bits that you can use to make your army a little better. And there's uh, certain companies that we're going to talk about and, you know, some of the things that uh, we think, you know, you could use if you're thinking about using some of these, uh, some like, you know, you're thinking about starting a certain army and you want it to look unique maybe a little different than everybody else. I understand, though, that if you've, uh, like, modeled with a lot of third-party stuff, you can't probably play at Warhammer World, but I don't live there, so I don't really give a shit. Yeah, the fact that you can't play with certain models, like, fuck that. They don't, if they don't make models for every damn thing they have rules for, everything that Fluff provides, they can fuck right off, you know? Because yep, yep. if, if I want to play with some interdimensional vampires in my militia army... You better believe I'll make some interdimensional vampires. Psychic vampires! No, like that fucking, that just the thought of that makes me so pissed off that, oh, it's not GW, you can't play it. It's like, well, then GW, make every fucking version of, or make every model available that you have in your rules. If not, go fuck yourself. I'm going to make something to represent that. Yeah, like, like, I would think that, like, you know, the. Does that mean you can't... When they came out with the militia list, it made it sound like, to me, like, hey, look, this is, you know, this is free reign. Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Like, use whatever models you want, uh, do whatever you can to make your army look good. You know? And, and In I this... Stories that, like, oh, no, you can't... Uh, you can't if they, if we went there, they, they try to tell us that shit, if you and I went there, I'd tell them to get fucked, because I'm like, you and I have dropped fucking at least $10,000 a piece on their stupid fucking bullshit. But in real life, like, the cost of production for the what we've spent money on probably equates, say, equates like, maybe, like, $100, $200 worth of fucking plastic and resin, yeah. and we've spent at least 10000 on it. It's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm going to use whatever damn model up, please. And when they stupid. drag you out, you can, like, kick the glass door or something. I said, you stupid fucking redcoats. <laughs> okay, so the uh, the first company we're going to talk about is uh, Anvil Industry, and we're not sponsored. I don't get anything from them. I wish we were. I fucking love Anvil. Do you really? I got some oh, dude. stuff. I use. Uh, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Anvil Industry. Yeah. I use like almost all their bits except for torsos, heads, and arms. From I use leg. I use their legs. Is what I should say. For really all my, fan. I'm not really a big fan of, uh, of their, like, uh, their torsos or their helmets. So my 40k red legs. scorpions, when I used to play 40k, yeah. I used all their bionic legs. I used some of their bionic arms, which are they're phenomenal. Yeah, that, they do have good bionic arms. Yeah. Yeah, but then I just they always seem to have like little bits that I want or need, <laughs> and they always usually have a way cheaper alternative. Yeah, it's not too like bad. Not too bad. when I wanted. Uh, Chain axes for my world eaters. I can either go spend 135 pounds on 30 plastic axes, 
which is like what a hundred and like maybe like seventy dollars on plastic axes, or I can go over to Anvil Industries, oh Anvil Industries, and pay forty dollars for some tiny plastic Armin axes. Yeah, and you know what I mean. Yeah, the other thing is that it's got a convenient little currency switcher, so you know when you're tired of looking at pounds, if you're an American, you can switch yeah. to U.S. dollars, or if you're European. You can uh, look at uh, look at the prices in euros. So the uh, the first series that we're going to take a look at is their. It's called the Afterlife Game, and uh, the series of models is the Unity Council. And these dudes, I mean, they're they're just like basic humans, you know, but they've got a lot of different like variety to them, you know, and like I think. If you were looking to make like a militia army, you know, like the, the, this would be, you know, I think uh, some pretty good models to have as like for grenadiers or. Uh, well, I mean, I think maybe like even maybe like inductee guys. Or if you like, I feel like they've looked very not too much futuristic to where you couldn't use them in 40k and not too like out of place, but their main dudes called Unity Council, Unity Guard Squad. I feel like maybe it might be an upper class, upper tier um, world in the Imperium. Maybe a little more wealthy of a world, so their guys a little bit better, more equipped. You know? Yeah, I think these guys would also be like really good for uh, some of those uh, those specialist games. Uh, like, what was the one like where I can't remember what the one where you're like playing in hides and shit? Um, oh, like Necromunda and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Necromunda. These guys look like. Stuff that I would see in Necromunda. And then if you scroll down a little bit, you'll see that there's other dudes, too, that are a little more heavily armored that uh, also part of this, like, you know, Unity Council. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I get it. The vibe I get from these dudes are, like, they're very, um, you know, the movie of Christian Bale, Equilibrium? No, I don't think I've seen it. Oh, my. Have you not seen Equilibrium? I don't Dude, I don't watch uh, weird movies that you watch. I watch fucking no. It's like pure action movie. Like it's in the future, and there's like it's like all right. So imagine Hillary Clinton won, and thirty, forty years from now, there's no emotion left in the world. They're burning all the books. They're burning all the artwork. Like you know, and uh, Christian Bale's this dude goes around. He's like, oh, you have like this 18th century mirror. Burn it. You're in prison. Or oh, they found the Mona, Mona Lisa. Let's like blast like fifty dudes and then burn the Mona Lisa because they had it. It's a crime against humanity. There's no emotion. You can't have anything that like sparks emotion in you. And he's like, there's just this badass trench wearing, gun slinging dude. I get your point. Yeah. You need to watch the movie, okay? <laughs> All right, I'll watch the movie tomorrow. Do it seriously. It's fucking good, man. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm about to get angry. <laughs> you don't have to get angry. We're talking about models here, not movies. You know, Jesus. put the podcast put the podcast on pause. Go watch it. <laughs> Come back. And we're back. And the movie was shitty. Um, <laughs> so if you scroll down a little bit, what do you think of these guys? The Unity Council Marine Corps squad. Uh, I have a second link open to them. They look less armored, more tactical i guess i guess only tactical because well they don't have cloaks on and they have the little nods but actually what the hell am i doing i'm clicking through here and showing some of them painted they look cool as shit like i almost want to get these dudes for 
my for an army I want to do. They kind of look like the Marines from Halo Four. The colors are painted as. Yeah, they look yeah, the little painted models do look pretty good. I like the they they look like Elysians. like white with yeah they do look like Elysians. They, yeah, it's very Elysiany, which like, I I I, 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 I no, sorry I don't mean to interrupt. Like I don't know no, their no. scale. Like next to Space Marines, I wonder if they look smaller. Like, you probably you probably you probably Google it because I know uh, Victorian miniatures. Another person we're gonna talk about has a picture of their model scale next to GW models. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure you can just Google and it'll come pop up images. Now, like these weapons, though, um, I wonder if it'd be easy to translate into like militia weapon, like las guns and what? What are the other guns that they can? Auto rifles. Yeah, auto rifles and las guns. I think they could. They look more like uh, like standard, you know. Uh, weapons that we use like nowadays like bullets and shit like that but. i feel like if you on their magazines you get uh paint maybe a little like the raised edges like red or something and like ooh, it's battery pack a little cobra bl- car looks pretty cool too i don't know looking at these dudes i think they'd be they're very good for not maybe not cult militia but um what's the uh imperial one called like the good guy ones yeah, just um, just regular militia. Is Colt and militia? Colt's yeah. bad, militia's good. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I feel like these could work really well as militia, but Colt maybe not so much. No, yeah, definitely. Like, uh, there's other ranges you can use. Like, uh, mantic zombies would make good uh, zombies for you know, like a cult militia army. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I think those two squads are about the only thing that. You probably use some of the other characters like there's like civilians and stuff that look like they're just people walking around which i guess you could kind of use if you wanted to have like a certain scenario like you know hey there's civilians on the battlefield and you've got to avoid them or you know, you know like maybe the opposition just doesn't care and, you know. actually that would make a pretty cool idea like if there's like civilians on the battlefield and you're like the loyalist, and there's traitors on the other side. And as people are running across the street, you know they provide a cover save for you. But for every cover cover save you make, it takes a fucking civilian down because they're getting mowed down. So like it's like that maybe it's or like a negative effect on on your game. Maybe like it's a uh, a cover save for the traitors, but not for the loyalists because the loyalists want to use civilians as uh, shields. No, but you can't help it if they're running across the street and oh, yeah. to contain them and then like oh no I didn't I wasn't able to contain them and then like you know they just you know the bad guys are shooting at you but you know you inadvertently like create like a, a human shield kind of thing but yeah or you could do it the other way too that you just mentioned where like uh, you know they're, they're being used as like human shields <laughs> we do some crazy games that way alright so if you if you scroll down a little bit uh, on the uh, the Afterlife game, there's a Republic army as well. Ooh, let me show to that. Uh, Republic. Pan Continental Republic. Alright, now these dudes look fucking... They're like bad as shit. The Republic Commando guys, they look pretty good. I like them. Like the, the, the ones that are more like exo-armored that I think... Uh, I, don't, I don't know if there's a spot for them in... In a militia list, I don't know what could could be used as that. 
Like, I'm all 100%. Like, they look like they're kin around some, like, vectors, if you guys know what those are. But, uh, these dudes look fucking cool. They just went a high-speed fucking militia, or, yeah, militia dudes. But the only problem is, like, when you got these guys, you're going to have a little bit, of, little bit of trouble trying to convert, uh, like, heavy weapons teams and all the special stuff. But for basic just dudes, you're going to be good. Check out the colored photo on the Republic Grenadiers. Let me see where the Republic Grenadiers are. I was on the second page. Republic They're Grenadiers. The yeah. These guys, they look very, like, uh, like scout armory, you know, uh, Almost like, uh, like I think me. I know that you know they're. I, I think they look better than, than GW scouts. So if you wanted to have like, uh, like flak armored, you know, Marines. I think these guys would look pretty good. And they have helmets that are you know fully, you know, uh, like covering the face. There's no like human skin being shown. And like the way they have them painted, uh, very urban camo type. Camouflage and uh, they, I, I think they look pretty good. I think they would also make uh, pretty good militia. Even even if not militia, like if you wanted to like use a like a, you know a four up armor save uh, recon squad, then I think these guys could uh, could be used for that. There's really not much available except for GW scouts. Yeah. You want to move on to the uh, Exolords? Yeah, we can move on to them. I feel like this is where their real bread and butter is. Like, it's all, like, meant to be uh, Space Marines. Yeah, like the uh, Black Ops series ones. Yeah, so they... Oh, my bad. That just sounded... I rolled over a whole bunch of... No, that's uh, okay. Okay, to make sure it wasn't too loud. So, on but, uh, the Anvil Industry yeah. page, if you... Uh, one of the menus is the... Powered armor, Exo Lords. You just bring up a drop-down menu and then just uh, hit the Black Ops guys there. If you're following along with us, they uh, they have their version of every pretty much every single heavy weapons GW offers. But I mean, it's way more affordable. It's a little different, but not bad by any means. And they do have arms that resemble either Mark IV or Mark III. But, I mean, they got helmets, they got shoulder pads, they yeah, got legs, I've used arms. shoulder pads before. Uh, I'm noticing that they've got some new stuff, like some new jet packs that are a little bit more futuristic looking than anything that uh, the GW or Forge World has. Yeah, I feel like these guys are more just for buying, like, bionic arms, bionic legs. I mean, I just bought a whole bunch of cloaks from them, which fit perfectly. These cloaks, okay, if you're ever wondering what if you want a cloak for a guy, Go to Anvil Industries. Their cloaks fit. They're like they're they're made to fit um, between the uh, part that pops up for the uh, the power pack to go on a marine. It, it fits. Yeah. It fits so well. If you scroll down um, on page one, they've got the Black Ops suppression team bodies only, and uh, man, these guys. This is probably the bodies that I should have used. And I may use for my destroyers. I'm trying to find suppression bodies. They're real beefy, bulky, and uh, they've got pouches all over the place. It's not the Black Ops torsos, is it? 
No, it's like on my screen, it's down at the bottom. It's called the Black Ops Suppression Team Bodies Only, but it's like bodies and legs. Oh, bodies and legs. Yeah, that's why I'm not there. Uh, torsos well, it's and called paddle. bodies only, but it's got bodies and legs together. Where are you? There we go. Suppression, suppression team. Oh, yeah, dude. Those look fucking so good. I think these dudes would make a really good uh, destroyer squad or um, maybe even like a breacher squad. Like they look real beefy. And, you know, breachers have supposedly like the void hardened armor. Like you could yeah. use them for that if you wanted to. Like, uh, and I know that the Anvil Industry has shield arms. So if you buy some third-party shields, which some people make, they're all over Facebook. I can't remember the name of the companies, but uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there. And if you uh, if you're aware, just I think, oh man, that there's I don't remember the name of the companies, but there's a couple of dudes that do uh, like laser print their own shields. And, what is that? It's like something monkey, isn't it? One of them's the monkey pod or whatever it is. Yeah, and then the pop goes the monkey. That's it. Pop goes the monkey. I'll say, I'll say I monkey pod. That's the uh, monkey pod's at restaurant over in uh, Colina. Colina. Yeah, yeah, Colina. <laughs> but I know, so I think pop goes the monkey, and I think they do um, they do mostly shoulder pads. There's another one that's called like uh, MK Laser or M something Laser. I can't remember what it is. And they just make primarily just makes so I think shields. Like he does like storm shields. He does uh, combat shields, different sizes. Uh, I think he he even does like legion specific ones. But uh, yeah, like, you, you you use some arms from Anvil Industry. And you can put some shields on there, and then you know do whatever you got to do for whatever weapon you've got to use. But these guys are pretty beefy looking. I think you'd be able to use them in a few different things. I like them. Yeah, they, they, whenever I need like a special like just piece, like I really want to do this on this guy. If I can't find a bit that I think is suitable on eBay or in any other uh, Games Workshop affordable kit, and they Anvil also have Industries. a, a minigun kit. That you can use if you're, uh, you know, maybe if you're a, a Blood Angel player. And, uh, for some reason, I almost think they look a little bit better for assault cannons. Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, they've I got, don't, like, I don't, an ultra version. They got a, a heavy flamer version. I don't understand the whole uh, why no one would buy rotor cannons and be like, it's an assault cannon. It looks the exact same. So. I just guess the rotor cannon rules are shitty. That's all I know. Yeah, I, I mean, they're both they're the exact same looking weapon. They're both Gatling guns or mini guns. They got missile launchers too that are a little bit different looking. I think um, just to make them, I think they would make good uh, destroyer missile launchers as well, like just because they're different looking. Pretty much, if you have not checked out. Anvil Industries, you need to for all the little conversion bits or cheap op- are, are alternatives that you want or need for your Marines. Yeah, like for that. for militia, I would be like, eh, maybe a little bit too futuristic list or looking for militia. That kind of segues me into, you go to a different website now? Well, I, I wasn't done yet. There's a, oh, a couple other things that 
talking far away, that uh, we should also bring up because it's also a very popular thing with a lot of people. But like, uh, there's a lot of Iron Hands, a lot of Iron Warrior players, and they're always looking for. I always see people asking like, where can I get uh, like servo arms? And oh yeah. Handle Industry has a backpack with different servo arms, different servo weapons or whatever, and it's easy to like glue together and you can manipulate it however way you want. They also have missile launchers if you have Tyrant Siege Terminators or the uh, uh, what's the Ultramarine version called? They've got a Terminator. The it's something with an F. Oh, Fulmentaris? Yeah, that's yeah, what it is. Fulmentaris uh, they you know, they don't have models for those. Well, they do. They do have models for the tyrants. They're just not out yet. But um, you can easily slap these things. That's what I use. I use the Anvil Industry missile launchers, and I put them on my uh, cataphractic terminators, and they look pretty good. They're not too big or bulky on them. Uh, I think it's a good size, but they're not very uh, expensive. I think they're like four fifty, four ninety five for for a missile launcher. So I don't think that's like unreasonable. And uh, also, they're like you mentioned earlier, like. They've got a lot of good bionic parts, and if you're an Iron Hand player and you you don't know where to get some more bionic legs, bionic arms, like check out Anvil Industry. They've got a lot of they got a huge bionic arm, leg, whatever section, and uh, it looks pretty decent. And it's like pretty much made for fitting in GW models. And that's all I gotta say about that. All right, well, to my f- absolute favorite alternative 28mm bits website is if you type in Victorian miniatures on Google, it will take you to victorianminiatures.highwire.com. I believe it's an Australian-based company. And, dude, they have – if you want to do militia or cult, this website will have every single thing you could possibly want. Have you ever been? Uh, yeah, like. Have you ever been here, John? Have you ever been here before? Yeah, I've I've been there before. Like. Uh, so I, Victoria Miniatures, um, she has. Oh, I can't. It's hard to explain without you even seeing it. But for she has militia. She has cult militia or not cult militia. I just say, she's an IG dudes. All like her own version of Cadians would look a thousand times better. She has her own versions of the. Um, what were the dudes called? They had the. Uh, Praetorians, was that what it was? The uh, old school looking like Zulu fighting British guys. Oh, she has her own. Know. She has her own version of Mordians that look a million times better than GWs. She has like guys that kind of look like Tanith troopers. If you guys have read the uh, Gaunt's Ghost books, they look a million times better than the GW versions. And then she has uh, she has uh, these Kim Warden dudes who are just like regular guys with, like kilts, but they like gas masks. And then uh, she has these heads that I really... I'm a huge H.P. Lovecraft fan. Love Cthulhu uh, mythos. So she has these um, heads called Six Cthulhu Alien Heads. And they're just like regular like heads going into 20mm guys. Look like little Cthulhu dudes. And I really want to do that for my uh, my militia army. Yeah, her, uh, her Mordian dudes look... Uh, Amazing. Like scaled. More, they, they look more human, little stocky, little GW Mordians. 
like her last rifles look so good. Like everything about her looks so much better than GW. Like it's 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 kind of sad when you see a third party make better models than fucking the main company. Have you like every time from her before? Yes, I ordered a five man. Uh, what is it? Where are they at? Let me find them. Highland Guard is that the correct one? Where they have like gas masks? Yeah. The Highland Guard. I would fire them just to see how they looked. And when you order these models, you can select what guns you want. Like so, if you go, so it's twenty five bucks for uh, five dudes, which a little bit more expensive than uh, a normal GWIG squad, but the quality is a million times better. So when you order, when you go to the select on the the whatever dudes you want, you get your options from your last rifles, your auto rifles, sniper rifles, plasma rifles. I just noticed she's got beast men. Yeah, they're like beast dudes also. Yeah, these dudes are dope. So you go there. You can select the weapons that you want her to send you with them, and they're just such fucking good models. Like, I don't know why I haven't bought any models from them yet. Probably just because I've start, I've started on my militia arm, but as soon as I do, are they I mean, resin again, metal? They're resin. I don't know. I think she phased out um, pewter models. Uh, about a year ago, maybe. I'm pretty sure everything's in resin now. But then you can buy like full kits of dudes, or you can buy just random bits. And dude, her stuff is so good. When I when I start my um militia army, I'm either gonna do all beastmen, or I'm gonna do all Cthulhu dudes for my uh yeah my militia. I don't think I'm gonna do an auxiliary army. If I do an auxiliary army, I'm going to buy just her Canadian-looking guys. Canadian. Canadian-looking dudes and probably have them like, be uh, Ultramar Militia. Yeah, I just uh, bookmarked them. Like, I hadn't gone to their website in a long time because like, I think the last time that I went on there, it was a long time ago, and I thought it was like mostly metal. I was like, I don't know if I want to deal with metal. Oh no, it's like mostly resin now. But a cool thing with her stuff is you can order like women and men in her squads. Which when you think about like the fluff, like it's really kinda like they don't give a shit if you're a man or woman. You're joining the guard. So it's kinda cool that they have like women and stuff in there too. Which I think it's a good thing to do, like uh, to incorporate because I think it makes sense. Like there were women that were fighting on the front lines and in the green dark. And uh it doesn't seem like uh you know, GW uses that, you know, very well. Like, I think having one or two females in a, in a like, Acadian squad would look different and good. Yeah. And they have a, they have a penal squad, squad, which looks amazing. So I think that'd be very cool militia dudes. There's everything they have is just awesome. What is it? If I, I uh, no, I think. This would make also a very, I think, yeah, definitely good for uh, an upstart. And the thing is, they also, if you go to her, uh, what is it, is it Weapons and Gear? Is that the right one? But she also has heavy weapons for, yeah, go to Heavy weapon, or heavy Artillery. And then she has, I'm pretty sure it's a girl that does this. I'm pretty sure I read that it was a chick that, this is her stuff. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's a uh, lady. I'm sure it's taking a minute to load for some reason. But if you go to heavy artillery, they have like heavy bolters, last cannons, auto cannons, stuff like that. 
don't know why my shit's taking forever to load. There we go. Well, it's just it's just they have the weapon. I mean, you probably uh, glue them all to a sixty millimeter base, but see, there's a heavy mortar, heavy mortar. Sorry, I've been drinking. Auto cannon, laser cannon, heavy bolter, heavy twin stubber. Like she has all the heavy weapons you fucking need for your dudes. Like this is why I like them a little more than uh, Anvil because not only does she have the troops, she also has all the weapons that you want to take with them. Yeah, I like the uh, the little like bonus stuff like the uh, ammo crates. That looks pretty good. Oh yeah, if you got a new release, they had even like chain axes on there. I know everyone's looking for chain axes. Yeah, you know uh, that's another thing that we didn't mention. Like uh, Anvil Industry has chain axes, I think too. They're a little different looking, but. Yeah, that's when the. I went to them for chain axes originally, but I found another place that was a lot cheaper. But um, they also have uh, what was it I was looking at from them? I wanted uh, power axes for uh, here where I wanted power axes for some unit, and then I saw that their power axes were only like left-handed, and the models were all right-handed. Like when you got the bolters with them, their bolters are right-handed, but these chain axes with anvil are. Also right-handed, so I couldn't use them. So nothing you kind of got to watch out for. Mm, I just noticed the Spanish Inquisition. They got like the little uh, Spanish Inquisition models from uh, Monty Python. <laughs> My favorite Spanish, is, uh, Spanish Inquisition is from History of the World with Mel Brooks. But yeah, if yeah, so this is would this would definitely make a good uh, good option for a militia list. Yeah, if you want to do militia or a cult, Victorian ministers is the place to go. Everywhere else can get fucked. GW can get fucked. They don't provide enough. See, like I don't understand like how the booze control you again. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, uh, we we want to achieve the status where like, GW would be like, you know what, we're going to send you a box set. <laughs> Heresy or not podcast. It's just when the main website doesn't want to provide the model, like their fluff is so expansive. They can have hundreds of dudes, but they're like, you know what, let's just discontin- discontinue everything. So then these third parties get in like, all right, we're going to make better models than GW can ever do. I don't know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that like GW has the you know I, the best looking models. I've seen some companies out there that have some pretty decent models and pretty decent resin too. Like I think the next company we should go to is War Games Exclusive. Ooh. They um, they're, they're I would say that they're a little more forty k ish. But yeah, I think there's some things that you can use in 30k if uh, if, if if you work it right. Like, let's say you uh, you know you want to start a new uh, uh, Thousand Suns army. I think uh, War Game Exclusive could be an option if you want to do something a little more unique. Well, they got some new stuff in War Game Exclusive. Well, they got their own version of Magnus that just came out. I just uh, I ordered it when it was in pre-order and I came in. I'm gonna build him up as soon as I get done with uh, Gilliman and um, Bear 
Chris Manus. I'm looking at their Tau stuff, and holy shit, dude. <laughs> I don't like Tau, but these are the some of the craziest, most badass-looking models I've ever seen. I almost want to start Tau Army just because of it. But let me see that Magnus you're talking about. I saw you, you showed me a picture of it. Is it under a Chaos? Oh, yeah, they definitely expanded their towel line, didn't they? they got new yeah, because before, models. they just had that one guy that ordered that I loved. But now they have. So I loved Tau originally because my very first time I got into the game, my girlfriend, when I was like 13 or 14, maybe younger, bought me that Tau Firework game from PS2, and I fell in love with Warhammer the moment I played it. Shitty game, but the story captivated me, and in the back of the uh, instruction manual, is to go to a local games workshop store and get your free model for free or miniature for free. And from that point on, I was just hooked and obsessed. Yeah, if you go under Chaos, you'll see the new Magnus is it, model. Is it the Red Prime? Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, dude. He looks good. Um, I think that, uh, the sculpt, um, it's a little ugly looking. Like, he looks more like some, uh, I don't know, like some like Aztec. You know, priest god. Uh, yeah, you were saying like the cloak on the bottom is too big. Yeah, it, it doesn't look like like he's got two eyes, but I mean like it's supposed it's not gonna it, they don't want it to be just like magnet. They want their own little right. Magnet. But this is like a little, you know, they want it to just be different enough, but close enough that you know maybe some people use him. And I know that some people have bought it. Like I bought it mm -hmm. just because uh, I don't know when the GW would, or Forge World was coming out. But they also have a demon mortarium. Oh, I need to see him really quick. Yeah, I haven't been to these guys since Ali was born, so I don't know what new stuff they have. And they got some uh, rhino tracks. If you don't want to go with the other company that you get on, uh, what's it called? Uh, something Skulls? <laughs> Mortuary Prime. Yeah, I don't like their Magnus at all. He looks like he's equipped with a Party City Halloween scythe. And if you scroll down a little bit, you've got uh, their Egyptian sun stuff that I think uh, uh, it's a little more 40K-ish, but I think if you were going to make like a sergeant uh, for a thousand suns, like you could probably use some of their stuff. And I, I do like their Terminator pieces. It does look pretty good. I think it would go well with Tartarus armor, maybe. Man, I wish 40k was cool, but it's not. Or else I'd be like, let's totally convert to some like badass shit, but it's just such garbage. I don't want to talk shit about it all the time, but it's hard not to. Oh yeah, I remember there were obliterators back when we used to play 40k. We thought their obliterators were amazing. Yeah, just because it's different looking. And uh, it's... Uh, it's, 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 uh, I think it's about, I think they were like 55 bucks for a pack of three obliterators. I don't remember. This is roughly about the same. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna oh, ever it's like. A little cheaper. I'm seeing that they're 33 uh, euros. When, so that's probably when I got there. 40 bucks. US. When I got their Tau Warrior in that one time, I was like, wow, this is a really good resin. The sculpt is amazing. The model is just clean. 
it's like, yeah, I'm gonna pay a little bit extra for amazing quality miniature, but then I pay for a forge all and it's all warped to shit. The fucking mold lines are not you can't handle that anymore. There's flash everywhere, you gotta wash the sucker. Like I love Forge, but damn, I just sometimes I get so angry having to order from them because I know the process and the dice roll to see how your model is gonna be, you know. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm clicking over to the uh, Mechanicum uh, section of Wargame Exclusive, and like, I know it's mostly like you know 40k stuff, but I, there are a couple of models here that I think would make oh, good. The, uh, if you look at the Mechanicum heads, let's see if they still have them. It's like the... Ooh, do they not have any more? It's like the, uh, the heads... Yeah. Yeah, they have them. They're right there. They're oh, right they're right there, yeah. I still have a whole bunch of them I haven't used yet. <laughs> oh dang, they're only five euros for four. <laughs> I've got, uh, they're, they're called the Mechanic Adept Cataton Battle Servitor with Grav Cannon. Um, yeah, yeah. I've got like four of them because I, I'm, uh, I'm going to use them as Myrmidon Destructors for my Dude. fledgling... <laughs> Uh, Mechanicum army, and uh, I, you know, they're different looking, and like there's so many different like Myrmidon cults out there that I think it makes sense to like not have them all look the same like the Forge Roll one. And yeah, you know, these come with like a Graviton gun, which I believe the Forge Roll one doesn't come with. So, and like from what I'm looking at the models, like they look like they can probably even uh, with minor. Conversion, maybe even put these on the Mermanon Disruptors of Forge uh, World. I love that all their Mechanicum chicks just have titties hanging out everywhere. I also love that their website, when you really look at the bottom left of the web, or the web page, <laughs> you see a Thunderhawk clearly flying in the background. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think of these like walker type things? Like, do you think you Which one? The Adept Castellan? Uh, what does this dude right here? Mechanicum Adept Katatan Battle Servitor. He looks crazy as hell. I like him. Yeah, those are the ones that I'm going to be using uh, as like, uh, like these, these instructors. This dude, yeah, they look good. This guy clearly uses some bits he gets from his GW kits, but he makes them look a lot better. And the other ones you were talking about, what is it? Mechanicum Adept Castellan Dash. Type walk. <laughs> they look fucking dope. They got a little. They're really shriv- weird looking. They got some like shriveled up dude just hanging in the middle. But uh, like got, that like, looks. Arm weapons and they got the one over the shoulder. I think it's supposed that... to be like uh, something to replace like the GW one, not necessarily uh, a castleized. This is like the most. It's very third party. Wait, I mean it's third party, but it looks super super. Mechanicum, like it looks so good. Imperial cards. These are really good bases too. Like I'm actually going to recast the bases from these um, those adept whatever dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come with little resin bases that are really really nice. Uh, I'm looking at some of the uh, the space marine stuff now. Space warriors. 
I think they uh, also their uh, Imperial Guard line. I mean, they're mostly just like women with like titties hanging out, but you can probably use them in some way for uh, for like a militia list too. These yeah, the heads on these guys. So this is what I don't like though. Like I think War Game Exclusive used to have their own line of marine heads that were like a copy of Mark IV and Mark III. They just had like a really weird uh, like plume, like sergeant plume on them. I thought they did. The, are they the same, the five elite sergeant heads? Oh, you, I remember you are telling me about that. They're like the exact, they were literally just a cast of Mark IV helmets with the plume on them. It looks like they got rid of them. They may have been uh, given a, a notice to cut the shit out. But uh, now they got like these monkey looking heads. I don't like these space marine helmets. Like this would not look good for for any 30k. <laughs> not at all. Uh, maybe the, uh, what are they, five Ethereum headset? Those look pretty cool. Let me actually click on them and see what they look. Looks like fucking mechanical monkey yeah, the, they, yeah, they look like monkeys that I click on them. All right, well, maybe not recommend Loyalist stuff. But if you notice, there's also like those uh, the little relic bodies or whatever. Yeah, I like those a lot. Uh, if you're in a, uh, uh, like uh, trophies of, what are they called? The ones that, um, it's, it's a, something you can add to your models uh, in a Night Lord's list. Trophies of something, I can't remember what it is. But uh, there are some little dead bodies like this on them. They're, uh, I'm not going to go into their orc stuff, but their orc line is amazing. I love it. They got Fuck, dude. The uh, Dark Angel uh, Terminator character also. I know, he looks so good. Use and, uh, it's a little kind of, I don't, I don't know if he would make sense. I guess he could, you know, like, uh, Dark Angels to me, like, they're very... Uh, they, they've got, like, their own gear. They've got their own armor. Like, I, I could see this dude in a 30K army, I think, maybe. Damn, dude. I might want to... I might buy some of these Tau dudes. Yeah, I was just looking at the orcs real quick. I remember these little jet bikes that I wanted to get because uh, it was so hard to find uh, the... Uh, what are we the, the, the copters? The... Yeah, the death copters. Yeah, death copters. The other cool thing is like making uh, you could make it a fully like mechanical orc, and that looks pretty fucking cool looking too. Like they've got like mechanical orc legs, bodies, helmets, or heads, and then arms. Uh, dude, these yeah, Tau really look cool. so dope. I'm about to order like all these characters with the Tau. Don't do it. I know. I mean, not Star Tower, but these these characters look so cool. Fuck, I love the Tau. Not game wise, but fluff wise. Because Tau is like my original OG army from when I was 12 years old. Town IG. All right, so the next company we're going to talk about is Cromlech, and they've got a unique uh, 
name for their website. I think it's like uh, something like Cromwick Bits or Bits of War. That's what it is. Yeah, bitsofwar.com. I gotta turn away because my computer's on the other side of me and like uh, can't like look directly at it and talk into the microphone all the time. But uh, Cromwick's got a large line of like just individual type of bits. Um, I think one thing that I I will gig them on is like a lot of their weapons are really nice looking weapons. Don't have a fist on them, so you kind of have to chop up the uh, the hilt a little bit to manipulate it and put it on a GW um, or Forge World hand. But they do make a large variety of different weapons, axes, swords, um, hammers, and like different types of blades, like those, uh, I can't remember what those moon, like crescent moon-shaped blades are called. Uh, I'm not really big on my medieval weaponry. Um, They've got a lot of uh, legs. They got torsos. Like I'm not really a big fan of their torsos or their helmets or their backpacks and stuff. But they they've had a large line of um, like space wolfy type of uh, gear. You know, like you know, going back to the GW days. So if you are a 30k space wolf player, there might be some things that you want to take a look at here that you might like. That you know, some helmets, some legs, some I know that a lot of people are upset that uh, they don't have, uh, you know, helmets yet. Uh, you know, like their own version of, uh, of you know, their, their own unique helmets. But uh, maybe you can find something here that might work for you. I don't know. Uh, I know they got some weird shoulder pads. And some of them have like pelts on the side. They've got pelts that you can buy. So Space Wolf definitely has, you know, some options here if you're a Space Wolf player. Um, Thousand Suns as well. They've got uh, some pretty uh, unique, you know, Egyptian themed stuff. Um, maybe a little more 40k looking, but uh, if you're somebody that like, you know, just wants something a little unique, you could probably go with some of the common uh, Thousand Sun bits. Uh, the one thing that I do like from from them is like they've got like a large selection of different weapon systems that you can put on. Like, uh, Rhinos. Um, well, if you're if you're a forty gate player, you might also like like their large uh, option of different types of orc stuff. And they have like World War Two German orcs that look pretty cool. But um, if you were trying to make a unique uh, independent character jet bike guy, they do have a series of legs. They're called like the legendary knight legs uh, for. For like a biker, and uh, they're really different, unique looking. Um, and if you were gonna make like a Praetor, like these are the legs I would recommend. Uh, they're just you know different looking. They're very artistic for armorish. Oops, sorry. What are you doing, dude? I rolled over a bunch of sprues. <laughs> ah, my bad. I thought we were very serious. Oh, it's I think it's Northern Heresy. They're always like tinkering, doing some funny shit in the background. Like I don't know, I feel too. I mean, I'm not. I'm actively not painting right now during our podcast, which I usually do. But you hear me like swish my water around in my jug. 
to uh, get the paint off my brushes. So I'm trying to keep myself occupied. What is that you're working on? Oh, nothing right now. I was just something about to dive into uh, uh, one of my suzerains, but I was also on all these different websites we keep talking about adding stuff to carts and then going to the conversion rate and be like, ooh, do I want to spend $97 on four characters? Or oh, <laughs> no. no, I think I was looking at those Tau characters. There's oh, two, you four. thinking about doing it? Yeah, dude, fuck, I love I don't know. I mean, I'd buy them, I'd paint them, and they would sit in a fucking bid box, so I probably shouldn't. <laughs> no, so the, uh, the, the jet bike legs that I was uh, mentioning, they're called Legionary bike legs and uh they've got a whole section of different types of legionary legs they got running ones they got standing ones but uh, i think they're very artistic for looking and they uh they make a lot of sense um they've also got a lot of different weapons like uh, shooting ones uh lots of different like combi type weapons so if you wanted some combi weapons you could probably go use theirs uh and it makes a lot of sense they've got helmets like i mentioned earlier for like uh, thousand suns and space wolves. You know the thing. One quick, quick side note: uh, we're talking about uh, Warhammer World earlier, not allowing things on GW, but yet their fluff in their universe allows for literally every possibility of something like multi-melted bits from Cromlet. Because there's so many Forge Worlds, how do we know if they all have the same like design of things? You know what I mean? No, yeah, I, I think uh, that's what I was mentioning earlier, like uh, the Myrmidon cults. They can't all look the same. You know? Yeah. And uh, there was a guy on Facebook when I was asking, like, hey, do you think this would look good? You know, these uh, war game exclusive models. And one guy's like, well, they don't have robes on. and I just don't see a guy going into battle, you know, wearing nothing but, like, you know, like just going out there shirtless and then some guy that I can defend it's like they're doing the, the dude's wearing a robe like what's it gonna matter yeah he's a lobotomized dude with a hard drive in his head like he's good to go I'm pretty sure he doesn't care if he has a robe on or not but uh also has a new line of heavy weapons if uh, you want to go there like multi-mentas and uh rotor cannons uh they got a large selection of different stuff too that you, if you wanted to get into, you could. I don't know too much Ooh. about their resin though. Like I don't remember if. Uh, uh, I, I have a few things from there, just like weapons I bought. Like I bought their Carepresh Vibro Swords for my Sons of Horus guys. That I never that I never took off. It's it's good. It's good quality stuff. It's not shitty. It's like I don't feel like you're rolling your dice with it. Like when you order Forge Old. Like, I love Forge Roll because they're the base of the game. But every time I order models, it's a roll of the dice. I'm either getting something really fucked up that I'm about to call them about, or I'm going to get something good. But like Cromlech and these other websites, every time I've ordered from them, I've never had any issue. Very minimal flash, very minimal warpage, not too many um, mold lines. I mean, people might have different experiences, but personally for me, I've never had a problem with third party. But I've had so many problems with the actual four-year-old shit. Mm. And uh, to close off, Cromlech, the one thing that they just came out with, and I was looking at it uh, a second ago, is they got the new uh, Apothecary set, which comes with like an Apothecary like uh, power pack and the uh, Apothecary like 
uh, power looking fist with the uh, uh, what, what are they Yeah, Narthicium. Where, where is this at? What's uh, it under? If you look under, um, I think uh, they're bits, and then look under humans, and on page two. Bits by race and humans. Yeah, and then page, the last page, I think it's down at the bottom. But, uh, you know, this is definitely something that I'm surprised nobody else has done, like, before. Because like, usually you have to buy, like, a GW or Forge World uh, apothecary to convert it. And so, like, this is just, like, no-brainer. Like, I'm sure this is probably making, uh, you know, a lot of money for them. Yeah, because there are times where I'm like building my apothecaries. I'm like, all three of my legions have the exact same looking apothecaries, yeah, except for my Galen Sirach. He's the only one who looks different. Oh, show? Yeah. Oh, I'm scrolling down. Yeah. Oh, man. That looks so good. Legion Apothecary Conversion Set. Like, if you don't put this on your dude when you just. Right now. You're going to order. Oh, no, I don't need it because I already got like I got like five apothecaries for my world eaters. I got a few for my death guard, and then I got four that haven't even been assembled. Oh, I got two that have not been assembled yet from Alterans. Two that have been assembled, but this looks good. I recommend this almost over the Forgeworld kit any day because when you get in the Forgeworld kit, I just feel like, like I just said, like all my apothecaries across my armies look the exact same. I need something that looks different. Yeah, and it looks right. It doesn't. It looks like looks like a fucking GW one. Yeah, I mean, like, so I don't like the apothecary kits that have, uh, like, my Mark II dude that always has that big vial standing up across his backpack. I always cut that Joker off because I hate it. I'm like, why do they just have a giant vial sitting on top of their backpack? All right, who are we doing next? We're gonna do Spellcrow next. Spellcrow. And this is going to be the last one. Alright. Uh, yeah, Spellcrow. Yeah, Just Spellcrow.com. Yeah, Spellcrow's got a lot of, uh, a lot, lot of, also, a lot of bits. And they, um, they've also got, like, a line for, uh, like, certain specific chaos. Like, uh, I think you can get, uh, you know, if you have Thousand Sons or Emperor's Children, but it's more 40k looking. They do have some stuff that you can use, uh, like a Space Wolf Pepper line and a Salamander line. Um, personally, I don't like either of them very much. It's just like a little bit 240K-ish. Um, but if you were going to try to pull one off, you probably could with Salamanders because of how individual they were. Like, they're all artisans. They were all making their own armor, so like... Salamanders are supposed to be, you know, a, a legion where, like, the dudes are, like, making up their own shit. They're working on their own armor, their own weapons. So you could probably use some of these Velcro bits uh, confidently if you're running a uh, Salamanders legion. I've used some of their shields. Uh, they make resin shields. They're not too bad. They're kind of on the big side. They're definitely, like, Terminator sides. Um... And uh, I might be buying some of their shields for my, uh, uh, like, if I do start uh, that Imperial Fist on me, they've got, like, a Templar, 
like three different like Templar looking shields. And, and that would be uh, under conversion bits, Space Knights? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I know they have like a salamander uh, dreadnought kit for like, a, yeah, like a regular box dreadnought. So it comes with like uh, mm -hmm. some like lizard looking legs and like uh, the shin pads are kind of uh, lizardy. And then uh, the front panel for the sarcophagus is, uh, you can put that in there if you've got like a regular dreadnought. Make, mm -hmm. just make it a little, little unique looking. Um, they got some weapons, uh, different looking thunder hammers. They got fists on them, but they're like temp like the Terminator sized fists, so they look kind did of you, weird on power armor. Did you mention the uh, Salamander dragon cloaks? Oh yeah, uh, they've got cloaks. They've got oh uh, yeah, uh, cloaks. They've got uh, what's the the tabards? Yeah, I feel like if you're not using like all these third party bits that I'm mentioning, like the really good stuff, your army is just like a basic bitch army. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, they've they also got like a space wolf section so if you want to offend PETA they've got like pelts that you can put uh, on your space wolves that, uh, and they got jump packs they got jump packs that look like mark 4 jump packs yeah, and mark 3 I've actually it's... thought about using their jump packs uh, just because they're not that expensive and it's hard to find individual ones you know yeah I know there's one recast on eBay that I'd see here and there that I never bought anything from because I'd be wrong. But he uh, he would have like actual Mark IV jump bags he re or recasted and sold. But I'm pretty sure he got what it was coming to him and GW shut him down. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. The uh, guy with the red background on his photos. Yeah. We used to, we just we used to just go on there and be like, Can you believe somebody would do such a thing? Who would do that? Who would recast I mean, and who would buy recast? I mean, what kind of piece of shit do you have to be to buy recast? I don't know, that's just like the lowest scum of the world, like just the scummiest of scum guys. <laughs> Fucking forge world for life. But looking more at these uh spoke, like I never really got being a spoke, but like I've been drinking a little bit. I'm going through Spellcrow. I'm like, you know, Spellcrow's pretty badass. <laughs> the um, the one thing that I want is because uh, they the cool thing about Spellcrow is if you do order stuff, they'll throw in some shit for free. Just like, hey, yeah, I remember one time I got just like a random free like Thousand Suns helmet. Yeah, I was like, they, oh, that's cool. They've got a they've got an African line like a, it's a black dude with like an afro. Yeah, the head, and it's like I think they call it like the disco, disco heads or something like that, and uh, they're, uh, I think it's only like a set of five, but I was like, oh shit, I gotta incorporate this dude into some one of my armies. Yeah, you dude, you need to put him in your salamanders as a sergeant. That'd be funny as shit. No, like I, I just don't think it would stand out. <laughs> like the Yeah, are you kidding me? I, was I mean, about, like, I just I, I wanted maybe like in my iron, my iron, uh, iron. Warriors army like have like a have like one <laughs> just, dude, just like this black dude who's like maybe like in charge of like a instead of like or something. Forge brother Vulcan, it's Soul brother Vulcan. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, what else? The uh, also what's it called? Spellcrow is the first third party or anybody to have the Night Lords chain glaives. Oh, that's right. That's right. At least the 
first ones that I remember were, I think they were Spellcrow. Like what I don't understand is how like GW is like unfortunately like struggle to put things out. I don't want this term like we're bashing them because they do amazing stuff, but like you have these third parties who come out with this stuff like the moment they hear about it, and then GW's like, you know what, we're not gonna put it out. I don't understand like, it can't be that hard. I mean, I don't know, I don't know their size, their production. I don't know if it's fucking Uncle Joe on the shed pouring resin with a mask on. Trying to like handcraft everything. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Um, the other thing about Spellcrow, also like um, not forgetting it, is uh, they do a lot of like Rhino doors. Oh yeah. And a lot of the the uh, third party companies do have like certain things like that, like Rhino doors or extra armor. I know that Spellcrow does have like extra armor you can put on Ooh. Rhinos. They've got like drop pod uh, extra armor. You can put on your drop pods too, like a salamander version of it. What was that one place we went to that was shut down for a while because it got sued by GW? It was Chapter House, and they're still in effect. Chapter House is what I it ordered, was. I ordered there um, back in August. I ordered because I'm sitting on a GW Land Raider, and so Chapter House has a small line of upgrade parts and so you can turn one into a mark 2b like it's just the sponson the armored sponson part and mm-hmm. uh, it's got like a flat part up on top so you make it look more like the gw uh or like i'm sorry the forge world um uh regular land raider the mark 2b yeah um and i ordered it in august that motherfucker just got here like a week ago i like i sent up a a uh a PayPal dispute, and then like I ended up, uh, I was I was away in January when I got the notice. Holy, because uh, I'm like I'm not getting this thing. Like it's been fucking several months. Like this dude's not returning my fucking emails. So he you, will get it. It's just gonna be late as fuck. Did you see the Spartan heads that they have on their Space Marine compatible things? On who? On Chapter House. Oh, no, I haven't been on Chapter House website since I got pissed off because I haven't received this shit. They got some new stuff or what? I don't know. It's like Space Marine helmets. Or go, to, go, go to the website right now and just look up Space Marine compatible bits and look at, go to heads. And damn, dude, I almost want to get some of those heads for my Ultramarines. Like, so when I use them, I use their uh, extension for the uh, the flying. What, was it? what the hell is that flyer called? Storm Raven or something. Oh, like that Praetorian looking helmet there. Yeah, it was That's like very Roman. It was pretty dope. Spartan heads. I want to order some, but then hear what you just said. I'm like, eh. that skull one would be a good one for a the uh, a chaplain. Let me go back to that heads. They got Mongolian top knot heads too. Dude, those Spartan heads look so fucking badass. I just don't like the resin that they use, but uh, I yeah. looked at the. Um, it feels very the, thin the, and fragile. Yeah, the bits that you sent me the other day, I haven't fully examined them, but it's like it's a different looking uh, resin. Um, when he was a little bit uh, more, uh, I guess, like reliable, uh, mm. I did order like uh, a bunch of uh, salamander shield because he does have a line of like. Uh, Metal, I think, yeah, they were. They're, they're, they're pewter shields, and I kind of like them a little bit. They're very lizard-looking. 
and I ordered them, and I got them like within a couple of weeks. But I'm just kind of disappointed with like the five month wait or whatever it was. Like literally, I ordered them in August. I yeah, I remember when I bought I bought some stuff for Eldar for them a long time ago, and I was just like, I eventually got to the point where I'm just like, you know, I'm never gonna get it, whatever. I just like had to count my losses until one day I got them. Just out of the blue. Yeah. Motherfucker. I mean, I, I wonder what his the... deal is. Like, maybe he's got another job, and this is just like a side thing now to just like do this. Who knows? Oh yeah, I'm looking at the, those Disco Night heads really quick. <laughs> Dude, I need that head. <laughs> I, uh, I think I'm going to go on Anvil Industry and buy Shield Arms. I would still say Anvil Industry is still my favorite for bits. With Victorian Miniatures is what I'm going to do my entire... Uh, uh, militia army off of. but the thing is it's more expensive than actual GW so that's kind of my eh, problem no I think you're right it's just different looking it's and it, the, it's just better the sculpts are better but paying more uh, you're paying more for better quality and I'm okay with that it is what it is Jake, we're going on close to two hours. I think uh, I think I'm gonna try to hit the sack or I don't know. Yeah, me too. Else. I need to uh, listen to my I need to listen to conspiracy theories before I go to bed. Ooh, what are you gonna listen to? I don't know, just more serious universe, my favorite podcast in the world. Oh uh, yeah, it's fucking it's sometimes talk about some creepy ass shit. I was listening to a Halloween one the other day, but I had it up on their website, but on my phone. I don't think their website supports mobile, so something happened where I actually clicked out of the website and I got back on to the episode I was listening to, but I couldn't fast forward through it and I was like, I'm not gonna bother listening to the whole thing again. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that is my favorite podcast right now. Them and Joe Rogan. I just love podcasts. I'm also a huge Kevin Smith podcast fan, like uh, Kevin Smith and old school uh, Battle Foam 40k radio is what got me into podcast. Oh, and the fact that I tried to start a podcast back in like 2009 with one of my old school best friends. <laughs> I never thought I'd be doing this. This is the weirdest thing in the world. Like, I really don't want anybody that knows me to listen to me talking. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just it's just us talking the normal way we talk. I mean, last podcast that we did, the first episode was a little bit more unstructured and kind of just us talking the way we normally talk to each other. Yeah. And now we're, we're trying to get on track to where it's more enjoyable to listen to instead of us not bullshitting the whole time. Yeah, like it definitely helps if you're not fucking wasted. Bro, that's not <laughs> why I'm going to do this podcast. I'm going to get drunk every time. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> you should. I think it's kind of fun. And, uh, you know, and then, I don't you know, have any... and then go on fucking Forge World and rip into a little bit of fucking... Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, they had they had a uh, they had a Hobbit post this week, and I held off because I didn't I didn't feel like 
dealing with it. <laughs> you didn't want to get abused. <laughs> I think it was Friday. But uh, if they come out, I think that might be my new thing. Is I ever want to see a Hobbit pose, just to fucking dive head first into talking shit about it and see how it responds. That could become a segment. Oh, you gotta, you gotta let me know too, because I, I gotta, I gotta be able to fucking see that. Yeah. See so this time, hopefully, I'm gonna take a picture of, I'm gonna take my profile picture off, so it's not me and Katie. <laughs> so when they try, when someone they try to attack me, they just attack me. I can yeah, get you in there. Because they're all fucking nerds, all the jerking each other off. Like they don't have girlfriends or wives. They don't know what a woman is. <laughs> they have their little fucking hentai pillows. All right. Well, I'm going to <laughs> be saying goodbye, but uh, I'm also going to be saying what's up to all the other people that are running podcasts that have inspired us to start our own. So if you are somebody who is now going to be listening to us. You're probably already listening to them first. I'll be honest. It's not like we're doing anything unique here. We're copying everybody else. But uh, you definitely want to say hi to the iHorse podcast. You want to say hi to Ryan Kimmel and Michael uh, Montalongo in uh, Radio Free Istvan podcast. Uh, there's also the Varangian Heresy. You want to say hi to them and the Northern Heresy, and the Sons of Heresy, and, uh, oh, God, there's so many podcasts. Like, I don't even oh, know. Oh, Joe Rogan. Say hi to Joe Rogan. Hi to Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Joe Rogan listens to 30K podcasts. We well, can get him to. I doubt it. That dude's, like, roiding and fucking eating <laughs> low-carb stuff. Which he did mention something the other day, like the fasting and I was like, uh, oh, I got to try that because I know, like, I'm, I'm still doing the keto thing. And, uh, I need to start keto again. But the first time, I did it for a month, and I, it was, like, the most painful experience of my life. I don't think it was that bad, dude. Like, I, Yeah, I, but I, I dropped down to 1,500 calories a day why? keto. You know, I don't think you have to drop Yeah, but I calories. lost, like, 20 pounds in, like, less than a month. It was insane. Well, like, you could do keto and not... You don't have to lose, you know, 20 pounds in a month. You can lose, like, 10 pounds in a month just norm- eating normally. Yeah, but it was because I was trying to, like, lose all my, like, drinking weight from after I got out of the army to go home to a wedding. So, like, people have to see me normal again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Keto diet. There's a couple of new podcasts, too, that I just found out about. Like, uh, there's one. Uh, they used to run, I think, the Wolfkin, but now they changed it to something else. And they were talking about it on Iron Horse. I think it was, like, their... Uh, I don't remember the name of them right now. It's like the Northwest Heresy Podcast or something. Yeah, I heard them mention but, that today. Yeah, they, uh, it's, it's like half Sasquatch, half 30K talk. And I was like, ooh, let's see what they're going to say about fucking Sasquatch shit. <laughs> you got to come down here one day. We got to go down to uh, like the San Antonio area and see if we some Sasquatch. Dude, you need. Oh, let me tell you this really quick. Just we're on the phone. You can edit this out or not. But uh, I was talking to to the dudes I play with who are cops here. Yeah. And they're telling me about Kansas gun laws, right? Yeah. And they're telling me like Kansas is probably the easiest state to buy guns in because um, one, if you <laughs> if you have a driver's license or whatever, you can go to the store and say I want this gun, regardless of what the gun what is. And if the system is down and they can't do a background check, they'll be like. Um, 
you look like a good enough dude. I'll sell you the gun, like any store. <laughs> That's so bad. You and when you sell guns, like privately, um, all you have to do is ask the person, "Are you legally allowed to buy a gun?" And the person's just like, "Yep." Yeah, so you can s- pretty much anywhere else if you're doing a private sale. And then uh, what was the other one? They're saying like you can sell guns at your uh, garage sale. And I was like, dang. <laughs> I love Kansas for that. Some good shit. I don't know if they should be selling guns to felons, but... No, nah, they said the people that buy, like, the legal... The people that doing crimes with guns are buying guns, like, not through, like, the the legal route. They're, like, they're actually buying, like, illegal guns for stupid shit. If that makes sense. They're not going. They're not going up to law-abiding citizens and gun stores and asking to buy guns. <sighs> All right. Well, thank you for listening to the to, to our special little podcast. The uh, what's it called? I don't even remember the name of our podcast. Heresy, heresy or, not. or not? And today was actually a little bit heretical. We talked about some heresy. Uh, yeah. Next time, I'll try to like. I'm bringing some funny stories about the interwebs. Oh, <laughs> or some Star Wars. I thought I said we were going to see with like fucking Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Rogue Squadron comes out next month, supposedly. Rogue One or Rogue Squadron? Yeah. Rogue One. What did I say? Rogue Squadron? Yeah, you said Rogue Squadron. Oh, I'm thinking about my N64 game. Also, today is 227 Day. Oh, yeah. Happy Wolfhound Day. Woo! Happy Wolfhound Day. If you don't know what that uh, means, it's okay. <laughs> What else is there? Uh, Star Wars stuff. I don't know. I'm so kind of like... This May is the 40th anniversary. I'm not... like The more I watch uh, Episode 7, the less and less I like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a little bit child. Like, it, it's a little bit uh, kiddie. Like, yeah, I don't like the... Uh, as dark as Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One was like the Star Wars movie we all wanted. But Episode 7, I'm not a huge fan of the... What is it called? The First Order. I think they look kind of stupid. And I don't like the resistance. It's like 30 dudes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's, it's definitely underwhelming. Uh, I, I liked it a lot when it first came out. Hopefully oh, yeah, when I first, when I, episode when I first saw it. A little bit better, hopefully. I mean, I still like the movie. Um, I think, I think After seeing Rogue One, I don't like anything else. <laughs> Rogue One was fucking good. That Vader scene at the end was so fucking awesome. I love they going see, back and watching. I just go on YouTube and like. Yeah, I'm probably like, gonna go YouTube and afterwards and watch off. it. Like I'm just like, you know, the thing that I like about it is, you know, like he's sitting there and you can hear the door opening, like so he's using the force to like open or you know, just tear away the door that was right there, and then you can hear him breathing, and then uh, you see his sword light up and like the rebels. What are they thinking? They're like they probably heard about Darth Vader. They're like. You know, they probably don't know anything about the Sith. Probably don't know anything about Jedi because it's been so long. They probably just heard stories and they're like, what the fuck is this dude? Then they start shooting him and he's like blocking the fucking shots with his sword. And he's, Darth Vader's got all these fucking badass little fucking moves. you never seen Darth Vader move like that before. And then uh, he's like picking dudes up, fucking crushing them, like cutting them in half. And then he catches that fucking blaster bolt in his hand and he fires mm. it back at another rebel. Fucking right in the face, and then he like fucking does that force pull thing, grabs all their weapons, sucks it out of them, and fucking just starts. Oh my god, that's so badass. The movie that was the perfect movie. 
So damn good. Did you know that that wasn't even going to be in the movie? Somebody probably lost their job saying that wasn't going to be in the movie. Like, um, no, like, originally they weren't going to have him in in that part at all. And then, like, it was like uh, they'd already fin- finished filming everything, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think some they had, they had had somebody, like, test watch the show, and they're like, they complained. They're like, there should be more Vader, like, something with more with Vader. And so mm-hmm. they included this at the end, like, after they had done, like, the, uh, I can't remember what, what, what that's called when you do, like, a little test showing of it. Uh, yeah, just a little viewing. Yeah, and uh, so he Pre-release or something. After, like, yeah, they edited, well, I wouldn't say edit, they included it afterward. They just, you know, let, let's film this part, because it's not like a refilm, a reshoot. They just added this thing in there. Right. And it's the best fucking part of the movie. Man, we need to start our own Star Wars podcast, like, separate of this. We need our Star Wars podcast, our 30K podcast, our political podcast, and our Alex Jones podcast. We just go crazy. We're talking about Horace Heresy. <laughs> Horace didn't do it. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, if we start talking about all the things we care about, it's going to be like a very niche audience. <laughs> yeah, who knows? All right. I'm going to get going, man. Good Me too. To again. Uh, I it's 11.50. Uh, well, I, I don't have to go into work tomorrow, but I do like later on in the evening. I got a, I got the night shift tomorrow for our training shift. So. That sucks. Let me know when you can go to Stiff. Uh, I'm going to try to find out tomorrow. I might be able to find out tomorrow. Like One of the guys that I work with, um, he's like one of my supervisors. He said that, like, look, I'm, I'm, I'll cover down. If you've got to go to the range, I'll go for you. I'm like, okay, but i still got to make sure that my main supervisor is cool with it. But right. It's looking kind of. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say maybe about 65 percent chance. I'm gonna go to stiff. Like if you don't go, I don't really want to go. Uh, you gotta go. Yeah, but it's just kind of like mean, I don't want to drive. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody. I know Chris Pretty is like the only person I talk to. No, you'll 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 meet everybody. I'm sure you'll have a good time. Like you'll you'll, you'll, you'll when I like you when you meet Josh like. He's intimidating, dude, because you're like, oh shit, dude. Like, I know that I've got my ass beat by some dude like this in a bar before. He's like six foot eight. <laughs> he looks like fucking Sasquatch. But he's like I a just giant like, teddy bear. I feel like so many people are going to be competing for their affection. <laughs> this is the way I imagined it. Oh, yeah. I'm you sure. know what I mean? It was like, oh my God, they do a podcast. I have to be loved by no, them. But, like, <laughs> Chris and Josh were, like, totally cool when I went to uh, when I went down there to visit. Uh, really nice dudes. Really good people. Nice. We need to, we need to book our hotel in case you do go. Um, I doubt you'll have to do much booking. It's just Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Palm driving. So. Yeah. yeah. Good. Um, but yeah, I think uh, we should definitely. I I I didn't mind that little hotel. It's a little La Quinta. Mm. And like I said, it was only like five hundred feet away from a Buffalo Wild Wings, and like. In the same parking lot of a Denny's. If I remember Dude, I had the best wings ever in my life yesterday after about, church. I don't want to talk about fucking wings right now. I'm fucking starving. You, fucking do we, I don't know why we didn't go there when you came here. The where, best where wings I've ever had. Where was it at? Um, that, like, that, like, we, I think we drove by it once. It was the um, something local brewery. Mm. And their wings were, like, the perfect crispy and crunchy yes. and succulent. Oh, oh my god. god. I bit I bit into this joker. I looked at Katie and I was like, I'm only eating these wings for the rest of my life. Like 
I found it. It was perfect. It's like the greatest day of your life. You know, I know that it was really great to get married and then having my first child and, you know, finding out <laughs> that you're pregnant again. But, but biting wings. with his wings. These like, wings. I just looked at her and I was like, I, I was like, I was like, you gotta try this. Like biting into this, like the perfect crunch. I, I didn't know what the perfect crunch was. I didn't know there was even a thing until Sunday, and I bit into this. And I'm like, oh my god, it was the uh, uh, so good. And they were just the appetizers. That wasn't the bison burger I ordered. Oh my god, a bison burger. Oh, no. So next time you're here, dude, we're gonna go to this place and we're gonna just destroy it. It I is amazing. Place around here that has bison burgers. I tried to go to a place in Colorado. I know we're trying to shut this fucking podcast down, but we keep talking about stuff. But I went up to Colorado, and yeah, you can buy fucking elk up there. Fucking have like elk steak, fucking bison steak, bison burgers. It's like fucking Colorado is so badass. And it's so yeah. squatchy up there, dude. I went to this <laughs> town called Silverton, and I'm looking around. I'm like, there's fucking Sasquatch in these mountains. There's got to fucking be. There's got to be Bigfoot everywhere, like in the middle of fucking nowhere, in the middle of the woods. And, uh, so, it's fucking awesome. Also, that burger that I just told you about, that bison burger, like I didn't have any condiments on anything. It was too good to have condiments on it. It had yeah, whiskey. Uh, you put any fucking steak sauce on uh, If you put steak sauce on something, it's because it's a bad steak. But this burger had like whiskey, caramelized onions, oh had pickles. Oh my god, it was uh, so good. Yeah. Only problem, only problem was there was like. It was like six inches of like these greens on there. I didn't even bother the greens where I just pulled them off that joker. <laughs> it's too much. So yeah, it was yeah, amazing. Actually, so, like, I'm surprised that there's actually a few like like gourmet burger joints here in El Paso. And uh, there's some people who are like, uh, like I went to one of them and it was actually not a bad burger. The service was shitty, but it was a good burger. And they, they, have, they have a car wash outside. So you go inside, it's like a little like industrial looking bar bar and grill kind of thing it's small and they've got a couple of got a little bar section you can sit there and watch some sports and uh, the burger was fucking delicious and they'll wash it in your fucking truck outside while you're fucking eating your burger <laughs> while we're there the uh, bowling masters is on and i got apparently i got really racist during it because the two guys bowling one was named m tang like m period tang and the guy was D. Tang, and I had like backstories for them and their families. And then this white guy came out, and I was like destroying this fucking white guy named Alex, the Arsenal. <laughs> uh, Were you drunk? No, I wasn't drunk. I was just having a good time, just uh, like creating backstories for these bowlers. Which I can't be racist because I talk shit about white people because I hate white people more than anybody. But <laughs> goddamn, this is funny as hell. I need to I need to write a book about these dudes. <laughs> That's probably how that fucking uh, what was that bowling movie? Uh, Big Lebowski. No, no. Oh, uh, Kingpin. Kingpin. That's it. That's probably how I got started. <laughs> I fucking love Kingpin. I thought it was I a dude. little bit cartoonish, but more yeah. childish. But... Well, we've gone like ten minutes past talking about fucking yeah, burgers yeah. and bowling and Jesus, man. Like Kingpin. It's a saying goodbye. 20 minutes of fucking shutting this thing down. You, right, you can edit up. this. You can edit this all out. Who cares? Yeah, I probably won't. I'm just going to throw that fucker in there. Even the embarrassing part where I forgot the name of our podcast. Do we have any listeners last week? I don't know. I don't think anybody's listened to it. But I really haven't advertised this, so I'm probably going to advertise it now. Probably going to do a little... Uh, little and if they don't listen to it, 
Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, okay. Yeah. Anyways, I'm having fun. Uh, I'm John. I'm Jake. And this is the Harris You're Not Podcast, episode two. Thank you for listening, folks, and have a good one.